What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with the with the uh, EWF and CGAC God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We're back in here on a Monday after a great weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? And the weekend is over. We back here ready to work. And some of y'all, we ain't got no yob. But it doesn't matter, man. We got a great show today. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about the Home Depot girl going viral and Shaquille O'Neal in them DMs. Yeah, that brother's starving. Uh, but what does this uh, signify? What does this signal about the Home Depot girl going viral? Well, we're going to unpack a little bit of that, and I'll give you a preview of that. That is going to be the main event topic somewhere about the hour and 45-minute mark of this show. Of course, we got to have Straggle in Sniggle Theater. We're going to have doom and gloom CGA indeed because we have people using chat GPT in church. Send it. And we got um, how women ruin good marriages and good men. We're going to actually have uh, a conversation about that. Remember, this is the best edutainment on YouTube. And do me a favor. Hit the like button. Subscribe to this channel if you want to comment during the um, during the uh, live stream. And uh, please, please feel free to comment at the end of the show. But let me tell you how to contribute to today's show. Contribute to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new world order. CGA channel. And make sure you subscribe to all of my channels because you never know when they're going to be tripping on this app. But let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And we have a quite a bit because, um, because uh, the weekend over the weekend, people do send some messages. So I want to acknowledge them. And we're going to start off with a sponsorship. Shout out to Seth Moneybags in the building. He says, thank you for changing my life with a sponsorship. I appreciate you. And we appreciate the support. And I'm, Thankful that you guys appreciate me as well. And uh, thank you, Seth, for kicking it off with the sponsorship. We do have some other brothers that have come in here. Pause at the end of the weekend, and I'll acknowledge them. Han Solo shot first back in here. Shout out to you. El Jefe says, thinking of you, have a tea this Sunday on me. Shout out to you. Oh, I know who that is. That's our AMG doc over there, Dr. AMG. All right, shout out to him in that vertical joy ride. Shout out to a co-sponsor, Bobby M. Bobby Moat. Thanks for your wisdom. We got thanks for your wisdom with a co-sponsorship and men are learning. Shout out to Tipsy Russell in the building. He says for the Jasmine Rife Fund, the Juco is Liddy. And he says, that's not what he says. He says, he says, I got money. The Juco is Liddy. And if you're not uh, knowing, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. All right. Shout out to Lyle Pocket says, Coach, where did you learn the guitar? I didn't. 
All right. I did not. Uh, let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers. Okay. All right. Shout out to Martin. He says she's not mine, but that's all fine. When it's my turn, I'll make her earn each stroke and every high note. Hashtag despicable. Me, oh my, I got it in her eye. My mind, he got some lyrics here. And he says, aftercare like a teddy bear, a care bear. Tell her you'll rate her as a dime because she did fine. Afterwards, send her away and make sure to pay. I got money. And he says, free agent lifestyle. Don't dare roll the dice. She know. wait, she knows what she's doing. It is us men who keeps on losing. Protect your meat. And you'll be free out here. I got money. Albert Wesker says this ish is why normie XXs think they are celebs. We're going to unpack that part right there because this is what men do. And I'll give you a preview here in a minute. Uh, men inadvertently raise a woman's sexual marketplace value when she was uh, certainly unknown. And we'll talk about that here in a minute. ACDC says make the new Blicky channel, Kochi. See Gats Allah. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. All right. All right. And Zoman says, my 20-year-old friend proposed yesterday to his Goyle friend, and she said yes. He says, I'm happy for him, but me and you and the coach gang knows how this ends. I'm not happy. <laughs> That's how it ends, all right? Man, 20 years old, getting married already. Um, I hope he is, has leveraging options. Leveraging options. I don't think men should be getting married in their 20s. Like, I mean, that in their early 20s, mm, man, that shit is going to be uh, the best thing that's going to happen. There is a divorce in uh, before he hits 30. <laughs> All right. Mm. That's the best thing that going to happen to him. If it doesn't, man, he going to be up shit's creek. And uh, let me check Venmo and then we'll get it started. We'll kick off the show with uh, a little bit of a preview. Then we'll get into episode number one. Episode number one. Yeah. Man, it's it's just puppy love. It's just puppy love. And he's probably, I'm going to just go out on a limb. He probably doesn't get a lot of punani. Peace leave. All right. And so if he's not getting it, he's going to think this is his way to get it. Right. Love bombing. Shout out to, uh, let's see here. Oh, I can't mention it. I can't mention it because I'm on my show. All right. Oh, um, it's not a live show. Well, I can't mention that. But anyway. Um, he's mentioning, let me see here. Uh, he's mentioning live stream numbers, uh, for me in any way you can improve it. Yes. Hit the like button. Um, but, um, he's mentioning someone else and, and I don't know if that, let's, let's continue on with the show. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the best way to do it is hit the like button. Plus you guys got to realize, um, one of my editors, shout out to my editor. He was quite frustrated about working with me because, he was always like, we need to get your channel. Uh, we need to, you know, put more content so your channel blows up. And I keep having to remind him, this is a demonetized channel. I don't think people really understand the impact of that. Th th this channel, I would have to go viral on another platform. <laughs> and then in turn, those people would have to run here. This channel is not going to get seen by 98% of YouTube. Okay, now when you're... When you're a shadow ban, you can still get seen. But when you're demonetized, it's basically the death nail to your channel. There's no growth. I mean, they literally take away the opportunity to grow. I would have to grow outside of this, similar to an Andrew Tate, where he grew outside of YouTube, outside of it, and then that allows him to grow organically. I actually had one of the most viral videos, and I collabed with one of the most viral YouTubers, all within a 30-day period, and the channel didn't grow. 
So this is how this is just how pe people have to understand how it works. And I'm very I'm very accepting of this. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like put in the halfway house. <laughs> right. I'm accepting that I got, I got put in a halfway house of YouTube. Um, I can come out on furlough every now and then, meaning I can come and do a live stream. I'll get a couple of extra people here and there, but it's not getting broadcast out. So you can't grow outside of this on the platform. I would have to grow, um, grow outside of it, similar to what Andrew Tate did in order to message it. And Kevin Samuels as well. Kevin Samuels grew outside of YouTube and then he became big on YouTube. So I would, he, you would have to grow outside of the platform, not use the platform for growth. So anyway, that's just my message. But let me talk about this. Uh, the regular girl. I know you might be looking at that girl on, on the thumbnail and you're like, she ain't regular coach. Well, certainly she's regular. Um, and uh, people are not realizing that there's probably going to be a reach or a rise of regular women again. And here, check this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a preview of what this is and I'll repeat this somewhere down the line. Uh, let's see here. I got to take down a tab. I got tab interference going on right now. So many tabs wide open. All right. Uh, let's see here. Tab interference. Uh, you guys have seen the rise of the straggle daggle. Okay. And this woman is the woman who lost her life trying to get a, again, another surgery. Okay. Another surgery. And uh, just like Kendrick Lamar says, uh, he says, I'm so, so sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me some natural, like Afro Rose on Richard Ply. Show me some, <laughs> I can't even, like some, so some stretch marks and all of this shit. All right, ask with some stretch marks. So we've been accustomed to the over-glamorized woman, the overdone woman. And I've actually been saying that we're going to get a revolt and these women are going to seem somewhat, like a clown, all right, because the BBL and all of these things are that are targeted at low budget ninjas, all right. The orange skin, the straggle daggle, uh, baby hairs, and the eyelashes, these things are gonna cause women to actually adjust. And when they adjust, it is not by accident. I'm gonna show you. So, this young woman that is the Home Depot woman is an adjustment against the juxtaposed image of the BBL straggle. All right, or the over glamorized woman, over the over filtered women. All right, this woman is slight is a slight adjustment, and women are very crafty at at adapting. They adapt and repackage themselves. They adapt and they they actually uh, uh change their entire direction. They go a, a soft girl er eras. They always doing something to adapt to advantage themselves. It is not by accident that this Home Depot girl went viral. Okay, it is not by accident because she is a juxtaposed to the BBL Glamazon, the filtered Glamazon. Now, I'm going to actually break it down a little bit and show you that she's just a regular girl. All right, but what's attracting men to her is that see, she seems reachable as opposed to this woman who seems unreachable, okay? She seems unattainable, and it's actually clear because Zion Williams is accused of paying over $100,000 a month for a BBL straggle, allegedly, now, this isn't the first time women have made these adaptations. Let me show you. Uh, let me show you briefly as we set up this. And we're not going to we're going to talk about it much later. Uh, I, I remember the nerd girl. Remember the nerd girl. Remember when girls would jump on. The, this was somewhere around the MySpace days where girls will find some glasses and they will put makeup on and get their hair done. And and then they would dress and say, uh, speak nerdy to me. And then she would say, I'm just a nerd. All right. And so, we, we, you know, if when you're horny. 
when you're horny, you would be like, oh, wow, she's a nerd girl. She probably watches Star Wars Wars. I always say Star Wars. She probably watches Star Wars and she probably, uh, you know, plays video games. Well, in reality, this is just a glamazon with glasses. This is not a nerd girl. All right. Now, let me show you what a nerd girl actually looks like. All right. This is probably what a nerd girl <laughs> sharing the screen here. This is probably what a nerd girl looks like. Like, this is what a nerdy girl would probably look like. I mean, if you just took a shot, the girl barely brushed her hair. She didn't put anything in her hair. She has very little makeup on other than some eyeliner and some lip glop. All right. And she has real glasses. This is what a real world nerd looks like. And she's actually in front of a game gaming console as opposed to the 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 penthouse nerdy girl that we saw private uh, previously. So these adaptations of the regular girl is going to be juxtaposed to the glamazon beauties of the BBL uh, stragglehood that we see now that are prevalent. These girls are dying to look good. This isn't the only people who do this uh, this this transition. We have traditional conservative women, women who pose as traditional conservative, and so what they do is they take their best they take their best uh, uh, 1950s commercial. And they find the dress and they find the hair and they do they dress themselves up as pinup chicks. And then they say, I'm a traditional conservative woman. Mm. I mean, looking like a commercial for freaking uh, uh, an appliance from the 1950s. So this is a, an a adaptation. Now, what does a traditional conservative girl probably look like? Well, she probably looks like a sorority girl from SMU, even though. Yeah, they probably be in them streets. This is probably what a traditional conservative girl looks like in, in the South, as opposed to the as opposed to the the pinup uh, commercial version. They, this is what they probably look like, like a plain Jane. All right. A plain Jane. All right. Not a not a fluffy flower dress, just some regular old clothes from, you know, these broads. Well, these broads, these women go to the same store and buy the same clothes. They almost dress the same and look the same. This is probably what a traditional conservative girl like and then you would take a Candace Owens anything like that but mostly what you have to understand is when women do this they're adapting they're adapting to a change in marketplace in which they can get a foot up on the competition or a leg up literally a leg up on the competition in which their marketplace is going to uh be inadvertently raised by men starving ass men that are starving and looking for something different looking for something attainable and this is what the Home Depot girl represents. This is not what her real conscious attempt, uh, att attempts to do was. She just adapted, presented herself as such. It, this wasn't the first time she presented herself at this. She just went viral doing it. So that means that there was an intent subconsciously to present herself as different on the marketplace. And it has allowed other people to realize, oh, is when a high celebrity guy like Shaquille O'Neal, and yes, he's not an NBA player anymore, but he's a Hall of Famer. He's probably wealthy. He has status, and he is starving out here. Shout out to you, brother. Yeah, that brother's starving. When he <laughs> validates this woman, this actually then proves the 90-10 rule is still in effect, whether the woman mutes down to normal or regular, or she's a BBL queen because the 10% wants them, wants them all. But she seems to be a breath of fresh air, a breath of fresh air. But we're going to break down what it really is. We're, this is going to be you're going to see a lot of women now go from the, you know, uh, peel the eyelashes off. 
come back down and mute their appearance as regular, present themselves as regular instead of a boss bitch. Remember the boss bitch, the boss babe? Well, the boss babe is dying. The boss baby's dying. First of all, they've been revealed as to what they are, broke. They've been fraudulent. Boss babe was nothing but a adaptation to the broke chick. All right, it was the strong and independence. I got my own. And then she showed her Mercedes C-Class. She showed her entrepreneur's license. She showed that she, she sold bundles of hair. And then she also showed that she was still broke. And she still needed a man to make five, uh, uh, $200,000 a year, $500,000. She was no different than any other woman, but the boss babe was an adaptation. Now you're going to see in the future, especially with this woman going viral, you're going to see more and more women use this approach because this approach has obviously caught the eye of a high status man. Now you're going to see women potentially, you thought you were going to get women to take them eyelashes off. Oh no. You thought, yeah, Black China cashed in the I'm the regular girl, right? She cashed out of the straggle and moved to the I'm a regular girl. And she's still the same woman, right? And she just repackaged herself. Watch this very carefully. The regular girl is supposed to be attainable by you, the masses. But what you found out was it didn't matter. Shaquille O'Neal, high status men who were going to inadvertently raise these girls marketplace. A lot of women are going to adapt to this appearance and still be unreachable by the masses. They're still going to be unreachable, all right? Even though she's supposed to appear down to earth and down chicken, no shade at her. I know she's probably watching me. Shout out to her. What I'm going to talk about is not her specifically. We're going to use her example. I'm not throwing shade at her. We're going to talk about the rise of the regular girl here in a minute. And I know some people are saying, what? They're, you're going to say she's not regular. Just, just wait up. Just wait up. Let's get in the doom and gloom, CGA. Let's get into it. Let's get into doom and gloom, CGA. Indeed, it is that time of the show. We're going to have to send it early on. Apparently, somewhere in Europe, and I just returned from Europe this spring, somewhere in Europe, they are using chat GPT to deliver sermons. Let me get the sender, Meteor. Indeed. Hundreds attend church service generated by chat GPT. New, 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 new world order. Here we go. All right, this is what it looks and sounds like to attend a mass led by artificial intelligence. New, 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 new world order. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Hundreds of churchgoers attending that service during Germany's Convention of Protestants. The 40-minute service was put together by a 29-year-old theologian and philosopher from the University of Vienna. He says 98% wow. of that mass was the product of chat GPT. But the congregation said the avatar just didn't have the warmth yeah, that well, they're used that. to. Man, yeah, we're going to send it. Send it. <laughs> Hey man, it doesn't have the warmth of the pastor. New, 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 new world. Order. That warm embrace of the pastor. To wrap you in. Indeed. My warm embrace. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, but I don't think this is the step in the right direction. I'm all for technology, but not this way. Oh, humanity. New world order. All right. Deacon Clapcheeks is going to be up there in a minute. 
Dicky Clapcheese is gonna be <laughs> Dicky Clapcheese is gonna be up out there, man. This is absolutely insane. I mean, it's just gonna take one GPT or whatever, one person to go crazy on this. What if it, anyway, doom and gloom. Uh, what do we got here? We do have a woman talking about her filtered appearance. Let me see if I can pop her up here on TikTok, the app TikTok that distracts all of you normies and you knuckle draggers and you ham and eggers. All right, you oxygen and up. Here we go right here. This is going to be a woman that's going to talk about. This is going to lead us into the bigger subject here. Uh, let's see here. There it is right there. There she is. Uh, she's going to talk about uh, filters. She says social media isn't real. I actually did a great stream on this last week, and I did an edit of it on the Coach Greg Adams channel. And uh, this woman is going to talk about the filters and what she really looks like. Let's let her bring it on home. I'm going to blow your mind. This is my face with a ring light and the bold glamour filter. This is my face with a softer filter and a ring light. No ring light. Oops, just kidding. No ring light. No filter. And then this is my face in real life. And with the allergic reaction and hives that I am having everywhere. So. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> again, the rise of the regular woman. Yeah, I think it's getting kind of out of control for, for men. Men inherently know that these images are fake. Uh, but still, it doesn't prevent themselves from pleasuring these women and uh, pleasuring themselves to these women. And also, what I warn men about, stop rating women by what you see on Instagram. Okay? Um, I know what women look like. I mean, I've lived with women. I know what they look like. There's not one woman. Again, this is why I also say no woman's out of my league, all right? Especially when they can cheat the system with filters and and, and miracles of modern science and, and, and all of these things that basically are not a true indication of who she is. And I also say there's only a handful of real tens in the world. There's only a handful. Now, you might like a woman uh, sexually. That doesn't mean she's a 10. All right, she's a 10 in your mind. But in the real world, when she walks outside, and of course, given a chance that it rains outside, most women aren't a 10. All right, at best, there's only a handful of 10s. I mean, a handful, maybe five to 10 worldwide. Then when you get into the nine conversation, there are some people who can glam themselves up to a nine, but those people are obviously paid and monetized on the marketplace. They also belong to the community. Anyone in these groups, they belong to all of us. You just have to pay the right price. She's not out of your league. She's out of your price range. When we get down to it, the most naturally beautiful woman is at eight at best. The most naturally, Nicole Murphy, please don't start with me today. Nicole Murphy, listen. The most naturally beautiful woman in her natural state is an eight at best. Okay. Is an eight at best. Uh, and that's, that's not degrading women because even a five to me is good for a woman. A five for a guy would be exceptional. An average guy would be exceptional. Um, and we'll talk about that. What you have to do to actually get attention in this world. You have to be extraordinary where for women, they could be ordinary. And we're going to talk about that. So, uh, the, <laughs> Here it is right here. Uh, here it is right here. Another indicator. As you can see, I mean, this, if you're, if you're pleasuring yourselves to these type of women, I mean, you need to really, um, or if you're saying these women are hot or tens, you need to really evaluate where you are in life. This isn't even makeup. This is a makeup filter. This is a makeup filter. And this is going to lead you into transformer activity at some point. And uh, you can see it is clear what's going on here, that these women don't really look like this. And um, it's not, this is my face it's not with only a the filters, it's the lighting and all of the stuff. Listen, 
I dabbled around a little bit of photography back in my day. And uh, I know a little bit of thing or two about Gaussian blur Photoshop and whatnot. So let's let her kick the reel. I want you men to wake up. This isn't putting down women or belittling them. What you're looking at is their highlight reel. You're looking at their best and understand that's what it is from the beginning. I'm going to blow your mind. This is my face with a ring light and the bold glamour filter. This is my face with a softer filter and a ring light. No ring light. Oops, just kidding. No ring light. No filter. And then this is my face in real life and with the allergic reaction and hives that I am having everywhere. So. And women should be afforded this opportunity to look like the, their real self so they can be evaluated and judged. We'll talk about this later with the Home Depot girl. And it would be the fairest thing for women to be able to say, hey, I want to be what I look like regularly and be evaluated as such, because this is who you're going to be when you're in relationships. You're not going to be glammed up. You're not going to be at your best um, Instagram. You know, when people went uh, specifically, I know I use social media. Um, I'm only posting my highlights. I'm not posting when I'm bored. I'm not posting when I'm feeling down. I'm not posting when I'm tired. I'm posting when I feel good, look good and whatnot most of the time. Women do the same, and I actually see saw um, people rate women on their Instagram portfolio. And I'm like, that is not the proper way to do it because obviously they're not going to show when they are pudgy, bloated on their period, broken out face, face without makeup. You know, um, we can't really make an honest judgment and assessment, and I hope you guys are doing this because it's the healthiest way for men to survive in this world today. This is going to be a healthy thing. Now, we can make jokes about the women, right? I don't mind that, but just do it in a healthy way. There's no need to tear these women down. These women obviously feel bad about themselves so much that they got to display. They got to do these things to trick you. Right. And they also doing these things to make sure they, they don't deal with ninjas like you. But you also got to be healthy minded in knowing what the real woman looks like and then appreciate when a real woman is around you. Right. If you want to be around women and then you have a woman and you might think, oh, my woman's not glam enough. My woman ain't baddie enough. And you'll get rid of a good woman, per se, to go chase a baddie straggle daggle. They hate themselves. This is why they can't love you they, because they can't even love themselves. I did an entire stream on that as well. And I did an edit on the Coach Greg Adams channel. They self-hate. They self-hate and they're hoping that you find them valuable by uh, judging them in their disguise. So be healthy, be healthy. A part of health for men is understanding what a real woman looks like. And these aren't the realest women out here that you're looking at. Let's go to the next story, doom and gloom, apparently. And I won't even attempt to pronounce this gentleman's name, but apparently this ninja is out here <clears throat> causing Disney and the MCU more headaches. He's the star of Black Panther, the sequel, I believe, and he made his debut. But for some reason, this ninja, allegedly, according to a Mexican musician, can't keep his hands to himself. Disney is catching headaches all over the place. <laughs> right? Good Lord have mercy. Uh, his name, and this potentially might be a false alligator, we don't know, but we got to tell you, man, it's getting tough out here for you guys. It's getting tough. You're a not a high value man. You are a high value target. Once you become high value, you got to move and shake like a high value man shakes. All right. You can't move like normies. And this brother, uh, I wish I can pronounce his name. I'm going to try. Tinoch Huerta. Tinoch Huerta. I don't even know. 
He made his debut in last year's Black Panther sequel, but new revelations could damage his chances at a return. Marvel Studios are stuck in another controversy as Black Panther Wakanda Forever star. Mr. Huerta, <laughs> right? Hota, Mr. Huerta. All right, shout out to you. Has been accused of sexual assault by a Mexican saxophonist, Maria Elena Rios. Alberto Del Rio. Hurry, go right here. Um, first of all, um, I'm I don't know how it works in Mexico. There's no protection act. I don't know. It says right here uh, in a series of social media posts, Rios claimed that uh, the actor is a sexual predator who has been protected by anti-racism group. Oh, I can't say all these names. Porto Prito. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me give me just, just, just. Jesus. I can't even read in English. They've got, got the Spanish names in here. All right, hold on for a second. After she claimed the group published a podcast featuring her without paying her. When they disputed the musicians and activists' version of the event, she said, they were simply protecting Huerta. <laughs> All right. It says right there, the accounts and details are yet to see any kind of reaction from Huerta. And it says right there, but having already, right, having already enough social media attention from Marvel fans and making comparisons between the case and the recent issues faced by Jonathan Majors, who is still caught up and claims that he assaulted his girlfriend back in March. It says right here. In the post made by Rios in her native Espanol, she said, it is very clear to them when I left their group that they protect the violence and sexual predator of Mr. Huerta. And they uh, did not publish anything about me. They still were. Uh, they still went on to lock me or look for me at the concert of hypocrites to avoid scandals from their Marvel movie. And she expands on this subsequent post. It is very difficult to talk about the emotional abuse and the abuse of power of a sexual predator who is in love, who is loved in the world for playing a movie character like Mr. Huerta's charming in appearance, the great hallmark of a narcissist and a good help helping of victimization. And why did you report? Why did you not report? She says, they say those who live in a macho country where justice is unattainable, where they almost delete you and still they don't believe you and justice comes. And no, I don't want to be famous. And no, I don't want money because I know how to work well, well, well. This is Mrs. Rios right here. Oh, boy. Oh, the humanity. Well, <laughs> this is the woman. This is the woman who allegedly is claiming emotional abuse and sexual predators right here. Damn, Ninja. <laughs> this how you going out, brother? Man, I tell you, brothers. I tell you, this how you went out on a nerdy saxophonist chick. All right, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> she foldable. Oh, man, brother. Hey, let me tell you what happened. Starving. Listen, this is just me. This is me just breaking this down. We're about to get on to some super chats here. But uh, apparently um, she's uh, she's heavily in activism here. And so what he did was mess with a in America, which she would be a liberal minded woman. So what he probably did. All right. Because she's here saying right here it's difficult to talk about emotional abuse and the abuse of power of a sexual predator. What happened was let me tell you what happened. 
He went. He clapped them cheeks. He clapped the cheeks. He clapped the cheeks probably before he was famous or as he was rising the thing. He got the cheeks. And he was in a relationship with her. He he thought this nigga. <laughs> swear jar. This ninja sold her a dream. He sold her a dream. And she thought she was in there like swimwear. But of course, he kept her on the side. He kept her at bay. He treated her nice, but she was just in the rotation. Senior clap cheeks. He basically, and then guess what? As he rose to fame, she was a nobody. She got kicked to the side. And now she's talking about emotional abuse. And here's the key term that actually is the dead giveaway right here. I'll pop it up on the screen according to her statement. This is the dead giveaway. This is why we actually tell you messing around with normie chicks will get you shit like this. All right. Even, even messing around. Here it is. Abuse of power of a sexual predator. This sounds like emotion. You can only emotionally abuse someone if there's emotions there. So she was emotionally wrapped up into him. And then she says the abuse of power, which basically means he had leveraging options over her. And she was a normie. See, when you have leveraging options over normie chicks, they expose you. And we'll get to that when we get to the Home Depot girl. All right. This is what regular chicks don't understand. This is why regular chicks can't be with high status men. All right. Because they do stupid shit like this. They expose you. All right. The Home Depot girl did this. And that's a mistake. This is why, again, people are like, I just want regular girls. Well, even 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 Zion's getting exposed. <laughs> And there's not even honest hoes no more. So we're in a very, very messed up situation. A normie chick, a regular chick, will get with you and then expose you with the quickness. Mm. With the quickness. And so this is what I assume is going to be happening here. Unfortunately, this guy's going to you know, possibly lose his job, like uh, Jonathan Major, unfortunately, possibly uh, losing his job, all over this accusation of a woman who is basically disgusted by the fact that he played her um, and, uh, listen, you make your bed, you lie in it. He probably did pay, play her like a fool and he blew up and didn't take her along. So watch out for normie chicks. They are for the normies. All right. They are for the normies. So, uh, once this all boils over, hopefully he can pay her off and get her back to blowing on her saxophone. And that's what she's going to be doing. What she wants is she's saying she's not out for money which I can believe what she's out for. And this is where women are dangerous. This is where normie women are dangerous. She's out out of spite. Now, when a woman's in vindictive and she's spiteful, there's no stopping them. There's no stopping them. There's no paying them off. She's trying to embarrass him. Uh, this is what cancel culture is. It's just spiteful culture. When cancel culture gets their hooks into you, there's no paying them off. They want to see you homeless. They want to see you lose everything you work for. So they don't care about how they do it. They just want to cancel you and see you lose everything. See all your, uh, see you complain on social media about it. See you uh, lose all your possessions that you value. That's what they want to see. And that's what she wants. She wants to destroy the career of this individual that just got started. Mm. By the way, this is feminine behavior. This is very female of her. All right, let's get to the super chats. All right. And shout out to all the Spanish speakers out here. Indeed, shout out to uh, Como Esta and Muy Bien and Itu and Gracias Señorita, all right, and all of these things, and Maria Maria and Kayonda and Kepasa. 
And also, Kalo K. All right, shout out to all the Spanish speakers out here and your Spanish. Don't let them tell you any different. All right, uh, what do we got here, Bitter Chicks? We got the Super Chat time. It says, Mr. Albert says, wasn't Shaq with Brittany Renner? Damn, he really starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Shaq is at an age. How old is Shaquille O'Neal? Is he older than me? I think he is. Shaq's age. Shaq is 51 years old. Yeah, man. You know, Shaq is not getting married. There's a 0% chance that Shaq is getting married. Uh, so he wants young Punani. That's what he wants. He, he want to beat up that young peace leave out here, man. I, I can't fault the guy. Go get, go get your Shaq. Shaq is not, he, and by the way, and I don't want to throw a man under the bus, but uh, Shaq been like this, <laughs> right? And I know, shout out to Shaq. I know you're watching too. Uh, I know, brother. I know. I can name, I can name names, but I'm not the type of guy to do shit like that. But uh, if you want to get in touch with me, just if you're curious, I'll tell you. All right. But uh, Shaq been like this. Hey, I can't, listen, I'm not mad at Shaq for getting in them DMs. <laughs> I'm not mad at Shaq for getting in them DMs, man. Hey, look, you got to do what you got to do out here. What's what's eventually going to happen is, though, once men see that, it's going to discourage a lot of men, right? So, because we'll show you. When she went viral, before she revealed that Shaq, normie girls, you guys got to understand, guys, normie girls, you normie chicks, you wonder why ninjas deal, you wonder why ninjas deal with skeezers. You know, are, are there normie girls in here? Are you watching me? Because you're like, coach, what about the good girls? Coach, what about us? We're normal. We're regular. We're not all wearing eyelashes. Talk about us. You want me to talk about you? I'll talk about you right now. You normie chicks mess up the game just as much as these straggle daggles. Okay. You guys are no different. You guys go on. You guys go on torrid. Um victimization tours you guys go you are the bull in the china shop you are miss collateral damage you get your heart broken one time and you got to tell everybody about it you got to be on the whole damn show parade crying and i thought he loved it me and i was the good one you guys are the biggest victims got the most stank attitudes out here somebody do you wrong one time and not only that, you the biggest clout chasers out here, you normal girls. So they always thinking that just because they not dressed like skeezers, that um, that 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 they're better. All right, but you guys are more dangerous. You guys are super dangerous for a high status man. For a high status man. In fact, if you don't know, uh, there's a divorce attorney that basically addressed it, and this goes to my 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 quote. That free women cost the most. Free women cost the most. Traditional women cost the most. You know what profession of women is the worst women to deal with in family court? Let's see if you guys remember. What is the worst profession of women to deal with in the family court? You're going to think it's the gold diggers, right? What is the worst one? It's going to back it up right here. He said child support. No, what women... What type of women are the worst women to deal with in family court? And it is the stay-at-home mom. The stay-at-home mom is the worst. This is according to a female divorce attorney. The homemaker, the woman that doesn't have a job, the woman that stays home with the kids, the woman that raises the kids. 
It's the normie housewife, traditional conservative woman that takes your ass to court like crazy. Mm. Now, we often think it's the apex predator. It's the gold digger. It's the uh, woman who the boss babe It's the woman that got nine to five job. Nope. The stay at home mom, the regular chick, the normie chick, the good girls, the virtue signalers, the I don't do any wrong. Mrs. Debbie, uh, Mrs. Debbie by the book, Mrs. By the book, Betty. Okay. Now the rest of them do you wrong as well. But the one that string the bullshit along is the stay at home mom. So always consider this. Educated women tend to do it as well, but the stay-at-home mom has been proven to, to be the one that will really try to take the kids away from you because she's going to believe that those kids are hers because she raised them, all right? So be careful out here. This is why I say free women cost the most. Normie chicks, you guys can't handle uh, high-status men. You cannot. Normie chicks cannot handle High status men. That is my opinion. The Home Depot girl is going to prove it as a example, as one of the examples of what I can prove of many. This is why the good girls uh, eventually turn bad because there's no incentive to be good or number one. Number two, this is why men get bamboozled by the good girls. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? Shout out to no government name. BH says, sorry, coach. I wasn't trying to promote another channel with my question. Just wanted to inquire about your best live stream numbers. Um, I have no idea. All right, probably 4K. That's probably what it was. All right, but I have no idea. I don't I don't keep track. <laughs> All right, but hasn't been over 10. Has not. Uh, but anyway, shout out to no government name says, uh, how are women strong, independent, and the same as men, but can claim they've been taken advantage of mentally and or physically by men? That is actually one of the, that's a great question. When it comes down to it, this is the damsel in distress. Um, and there was another story like this last week that actually highlighted this. When they're equal, they're equal. And the equality pursuit has nothing to do with being seen as an equal, but it's being paid as an equal, where the outcome are the same as the male. But it's always funny that when it comes down to it, men are the ones that can manipulate women and take advantage of them and emotionally abuse them and, and mentally torture them and physically. All of a sudden, they can't defend themselves. All of a sudden, they was too dumb to figure it out. When, in fact, they are the source of the manipulation uh, many times, all right? Or the manipulation is certainly equal. And uh, men can't sue. Men, men cannot come out and say, Men cannot come out and say, hey, you know what? This woman manipulated me. This woman made me believe X, Y, and Z. This woman actually tortured me emotionally and mentally. Who can we cry to? We're going to talk about this later as this woman is going to talk about why men don't open up emotionally. Um, because number one, we can't be like, this woman did me wrong and screwed me over. Nobody cares. You'd be like sitting up there like this. Well, I came home and this woman would mentally uh, and emotionally manipulate me and swindle me. <laughs> and then just a be sitting up there like. <laughs> You'd be like, really, dude? Well, the thing is, one of the reasons why you cannot is because, number one, men's ego is wrapped up 
on how women treat us. So if women get over on us, it's actually bad representation to come out here and say women did you bad. This is why they say you're bitter and you're hurt because they're saying, oh, you let this little girl get over on you. Similar to women say you can't handle me or you can't handle my humor, my sassiness and uh, your fragile male ego. And um, uh, they'll say things like that. Right. Or it was just a joke. All right. You can't handle a joke. See, these are all things that why men can't speak out when they're done wrong against women uh, versus women and why men typically keep it to themselves. Like, I can't let everybody know I got did dirty. Yeah. Are you crying? You're supposed to be a man. You ain't tough enough to deal with my jokes, your fragile male ego. See, this is why men can't use women manipulate. And, and, and in fact, we know men get done wrong. Yeah, you didn't have enough game. That's another one. So men will say that. You didn't have enough game, and you let this woman get over on you, and you a sucker. So men, when women do men wrong, men can't go out there and wave the flag. Man, this woman, watch out for her. <laughs> got to take that L in silence. You got to just be like, damn, and chalk it up to the game and then figure out how to not get swindled again. Women get swindled by men. Oh, boy. Tinder swindler. Tinder swindler. Them women obviously are stupid as fuck, but they got swindled. But there was a guy who dined and dashed on women. There was a guy dining dashed on women on like 20 women and they sued his ass and got him arrested. <laughs> right? So you're sitting there like all the women that have dined and dashed on you. All the women that have dined and dashed on you and this one ninja, goofy ninja, dined and dashed on some women and they got him arrested. Women should all be in jail. They should all be in jail. All right, for dining and dashing. And the way they dine and dash is, oops, I forgot my wallet. So I forgot my purse. I thought you were going to pay. Thank you very much. Give you the hug. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you later in the next skedaddle. Yeah. Tinder Swindler. They make a whole Netflix series about some ninja that ran game and manipulated the shit out of them and made them spend their money. But how is this different from what every woman does on a dating app? All of these women are Tinder Swindlers if you want to talk about it. <laughs> what are we talking about? But, of course, men, if we came out and we're like, these women are dying and dashing us. These women are foodie calling us. Then we look like a moron. We look like a moron not only to men but to women. Both. We look like, oh, what? you didn't have enough game, Ninja. All right, so shout out to Everett Walker. He says, which of your drops are your favorite? Well, this is my favorite, but I forgot I had it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy? I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Or you mean a video that I've done? <laughs> All right. Shout out to uh, what we got here. Big Mike H. He says, thanks for keeping me sniggling at these straggles. Indeed, man. And they are. Listen, ladies, you guys are a source of entertainment, whether you like it or not. Doesn't mean you're funny, all right? Doesn't mean you're funny. Source of entertainment and funny are two different things. And I love to be entertained by ladies. Ladies, I love you. You guys don't think so. Just because I tell you who you are doesn't mean I hate you. I'm just describing you, all right? Hate and description are two different things. I'm describing who you are. Like if you said, I look like a giant talking milk dud with a gray beard, I, I can't fight that. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Be mad at you is pretty probably true. 
I mean, it's a good looking milk dud. It's probably a good looking shaped shaped milk dud. You probably, I probably melt in your mouth and in your hand. You know what I mean? But what do you want me to do about it? I'm describing you and I'm describing you accurately as if you were describing me accurately. I just can't, I can't fight some shit like that. If that's what you want to call me, call it, you know? <laughs> but you guys are sources of entertainment for me. I mean, I could take you in small doses, you know what I mean? I could take you only in small doses, but uh, you guys funny to me. I mean, guys, you guys got to get to the point where women are funny. Because sometimes when they do shit, y'all be mad. All oh, these women, these whores. <laughs> get to the point where women are funny. You'd be like, just laugh it off. <laughs> silly girl. Because they silly. You know what I mean? They silly. They silly and goofy at the same time. Shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the ladies. Just be silly. <laughs> and silly and goofy. Where are we at? Macaroni Tony, he says, not watching live, but I got the notification. The Home Depot situation just proves you're right. Again, he says, if you're on locals, then you know from the tons of fun gorditas and lazy eye straggles, the shadows are overpowering the light. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to you. Thank you, brothers. And let me check Super Chats, and then we're going to get back to straggling sniggle. Okay. Daniel McGee, leverage options, masculinity, and a little muscle, and they'll chase you. They'll chase you inherently. Like, they don't have any choice. They don't have any choice. Harem King says CGA looking like Master Roshi starving out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, is that another anime? Damn, y'all got me looking. Who's Master Roshi out here? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see him. All right. I need to get in the gym a little bit more, but shout out to him. All right. My gym downstairs has been uh, abandoned for the last week. And Java Cas Hava, Java Cafecito says, Coach, I've heard something and wanted to share it with you and the coach gang, especially the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. He says, Fupa or no Fupa, that thing getting ate like a chalupa. Oh, that's going to be messy, man. That's going to be messy. I would uh, tell you guys, man, y'all putting your face down there, brothers, with them mastodons. Where the mastodons at? Here we go. It's going to get messy. All right. Be careful, gentlemen. All right. What do we got here? Uh, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right. Straggle and Sniggle is back for yet another episode. Let's get to it. Like, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, Straggling Sniggle Theater. I was just about to start dancing. All right, Straggling Sniggle Theater. First, uh, first up, item up for bit is the legacy great actor, good times actor, John Amos. All right, John Amos is uh, apparently being reported that uh, somebody started a GoFundMe for America's dad and care and support for John Amos. And apparently, what did they set it as here? They're looking at raising tens of thousands of dollars. And Good Times actor John Amos denies daughter's claim that he's being abused and says he has no idea why she started to go fund me on his behalf. Damn. Oh, the humanity. That's pretty straggle. So your daughter trying to cash in on your demise. And apparently John Amos had something to say. And uh, I don't have the audio, but he seems to be blinking here. He seems he said, not me. Oh, boy. John Amos is always intimidating. He's always an intimidating uh, face out here. But let's check into this. What is going on 
let me read the caption here. According to the Shade Room, shout out to uh, the pastor over there. What's the pastor that runs the Shade Room? The big old pastor. I can't remember his name. It's not Pastor Porkchop. I can't remember his name. Pastor, ah, whatever his name is. Anyway, legendary Good Times actor John Amos is reportedly hospitalized in his intensive, intensive care unit. T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes. That's what it is. T.D. Jakes. Shout out to Pastor T.D. Jakes. And he's in intensive care, but he denies his daughter's claim that he's in critical condition after becoming a victim of elder abuse. His daughter, Shannon Amos, claimed he's fallen victim to elder abuse and financial exploitation, according to a GoFundMe she set up on his behalf. <clears throat> However, Amos himself tells TMZ TV that no one is abusing him and he isn't currently fighting for his life, although he's in intensive care. Interesting. The TV star reportedly doesn't know why his daughter created the GoFundMe. Oh, the humanity. Aye, aye, aye. Amos representative Belinda Foster tells the outlet that he's been hospitalized due to fluid filling up in his lower body and into his abdomen. Abdomen. Uh, that's normally a sign. I think that I can't remember what they call that. Call that. But uh, that's not a good sign. That's probably linked to some sort of failure of an organ, uh, liver failure, uh, kidney failure when that happens. And it's not it's basically a it's basically a sign. It doesn't mean you're going to die. It's definitely not a good sign uh, that he probably has an organ. Uh, yeah, edema. Is that edema? It's one of those that happens. Uh, when that happens, you definitely want to. Hey, if you if that ever happens to you, check in the hospital immediately and have them run your kidney and liver and your functions, your your um your um intestines and all of that stuff. All right, because this is not going to be good for you. Do do not ignore when that happens. Do not ignore. And it says right here. Uh, the health scare was causing problems with his heart, TMZ reports, but he's reportedly not in life-threatening danger. In fact, the doctors have since drained all of the fluid, and Foster said Amos is what? Read more? <laughs> Amos is read more. Thank you. Amos is okay. So watch out for that one, and uh, hopefully we wish him the best. Let me just look up what his age is. Just so you guys are know for a frame of reference, how old is the man? 83 years old. All right. So shout out to him. He's definitely in overtime for his life. And these years past 80 are definitely going to be overtime years and enjoy the best as well as you can function. But why is his daughter trying to capitalize on his death already? The ninja ain't in the ground yet. The daughter definitely broke out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. Yo, man, let him chill. She trying to capitalize on his death before the dude is actually even in the ground. So do not fall for the scam. This woman is out here broke as a joke. And his maybe he cut the daughter off financially and she's not getting any money. Could be that he cut her off financially and she knows this might be the only window of opportunity to capitalize on his death. You know, a lot of fathers cut their daughters off because they whores. Mm. Or, you know, a lot of fathers cut their daughters off because... They scandalous or they're they're treating the dad like a big old fat pet wallet and they already trying to be in the dad's pockets and he probably cut her off. And now she's looking at it as this is the, because if he dies, if he dies down the line, she won't be able to get at that money no more. Right. But saying that he eh, he might be an actual abuse of uh, elder abuse. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe she's actually trying to call it as she see it. But anyway, 
she definitely in a bind. All right, she's using daddy as a sugar daddy. All right, so uh, here's another guy right here. There's no video of this, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm hoping this is an internet joke and Twitter is good for these. We have born again, Steph. Mm. Born again, Steph, y'all. What do we tell you about these repackaged punanis? All right, <laughs> we got the repackaged punanis. And of course, we got the friend here. Niggas always got to show they Born again, lukewarm Christian Steph. She says, this is the first man in my life who has been with me and hasn't touched me, never made sexual comments to me, never tried to make any moves on me, and has not even kissed me. He wants to honor and obey God. He loves Christ or cheese, and he wants to save our first kiss for our wedding day. Niggas always got to show they God dang. Yeah. Ninjas will do everything. Man, we are really the lowest of the low, man. We the lowest of the low on the sexual marketplace, Ninja. And we good at virtue signaling. The thing about the American Negro, and he looked like an African Nigerian Negro. Um, we are very feminine in our orientation that we like virtue signaling. We love virtue signaling. Okay. As you guys know, I'm about this debaucherous life. I'm not a virtue signaler at all. I think virtual signaling is feminine and is despicable. I see a lot of men doing this shit, right? This don't make you feel good because you can get some East leave. Okay, all you're going to get is repackaged skeezers anyway. Okay, but here it is. This is obviously a repackaged skeezer. All right, and she, she, by the way, she admits it in this parody tweet by saying this is the first man. The first man that hasn't throttled me, that hasn't spit down my throat, that hasn't digitally manipulated me that hasn't bent me over that hasn't put my face in the pillow this is the first guy every other guy took advantage of me or every other guy wanted me for my body this ninja want me for my mind Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> all right this ninja want me for my mind and he the good guy you the good guy all right you the good guy i settled for you're such a good man all right you don't even get to kiss my lips you don't even get to actually uh, take advantage of me and treat me in a debaucherous nature. You don't even get to pull my hair. Okay. Just give you marital missionary. And that's you. This is the guy. And that's you. This is the guy that's going to take the leftovers. And that's you. And treat them like they knew. And that's you. Ay, ay, ay. My Lord. Poor guy, man. Man, listen, never be this ninja right here, brothers. All right, here she is, born against that. I'm assuming that this has got to be a parody Twitter. This has got to be a parody Twitter, man. I'm sure somebody's going to look it up, and it's already deleted. Apparently, this was put out yesterday, 3.4 million views. Boy, they going in on the comment section. Oh, man, we got to find it. Give me a second. We got to find it. They probably deleted that shit. <laughs> born again, Steph. Oh, Oh, it's up. Oh, it's okay. Oh, no, no, it's not a parody. Let's see here. Let's go ahead and share the screen. Wait a minute. That ain't it. Let's see if we can do it. Boy, it's still up. Born. I don't think this is a true. Twitter is known for these parody sites. Okay. There she is. Oh, she got a tattoo on her. <laughs> she got a tattoo on her shoulder. All right. Oh, there he is. Oh, it ain't good. Niggas always got to show they. There it is. 
Yo, poor guy. The only thing wet out there is that raging river right there, that stream. That's the only thing wet out there he touching. All right. Oh, man, let me see here. Let me see. Poor people. Oh, look at this ninja. Niggas always got to show they Poor guy. Man. He going through all of that and still going to get divorced. Great. The kingdom come. All right. There it is right there. All right. Oh, they study in the Bible, bro. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Poor guy. Let me see. the. Let's see the viral comments here. Usually, you, you know, they going in. Okay, here we go. All right, we got the comments here. They praising all glory given. All right, this is the kind of relationship I want one day. Someone who will wait to do everything until marriage. Um, My question is, is that what you're doing? And that's you. All right, is that what she's doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Man, come on, man. This is cold-blooded, man. They doing her. Oh, man. This is terrible, man. Why y'all doing why y'all doing the Christian girl like this, man? It's just oh, the humanity. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Nigerian men are cute like that. I knew he was a Nigerian. I knew he was a Nigerian. All right. As Africans, we have made a loss. That man needs to be tested. Wait, that needs. That man needs to be tested his manhood. It says that. All right, that man needs to be tested his manhood. Oh no. Where do y'all find men like this? All right, look, they where do you find the And that's you. Um as you can see, the that's you guy. And that's you. It's very very wanted out here. After they didn't rode the carousel, of course. <laughs> and then they repackage themselves and they find a fool. What a fool believes he sees. No wise man has the power to reason away. All right, man, brother. He green car scamming her, man. Boy, hey, goofy ninjas are really in high demand. And that's you. I bet you. Is he Nigerian? Oh, he he's scamming her. He's scamming her. Good Lord. All right. Last one here on Straggle and Sniggle. Uh, this is not a straggle. I mean, well, what she's saying is not straggle. I'm not showing her because she's a straggle. But this is a very important message about why men don't open up. Ladies, why men struggle to be vulnerable with women. All right. Listen to this young woman here. And I've said this millions and millions of times, but we're going to have a woman tell her why men are vulnerable. Well, why men struggle to be vulnerable with women. Take it from here. Men don't talk. And this is something that we have to look at. They're Why are they putting this damn music in the background? All right. Taught to be a man and internalize everything. And then on top of that, us women, we have never learned. We were never taught what it means to create the atmosphere for your man to open up himself to you. And so in times and moments where your man opens up himself to you it's very hard for you to receive it in fact in a moment where you were upset at him angry at him mad at him you use that information that he gave you which was so sacred against him it was a slap to his face and now you're asking yourself why doesn't he talk why doesn't he want to speak to me why isn't he going the same way that he did before 
So we have to learn how to create the atmosphere for a man to open up himself to us. But it's imperative that we know that this atmosphere comes from within. This is something that comes from within the woman. And if the woman is always focusing on the fact that her man is not talking to her, she'll neglect her own self. She won't be able to look within herself and say, hold on a second. Am I creating the atmosphere? Is the atmosphere, is home coming from within me? Men don't talk. Well, I mean, she's making a good point. The music, the theatrical music was probably not a necessary it probably wasn't necessary. It was a little too much. <sighs> Women are very in tune to feelings and the goddess Lilith and demons and dinner demons and conjuring up witchcraft. And they're in tune to these things. They astrology, astrology. They're very in tune to these things and they mean a lot to them. I don't mean to belittle them or demean them. That's who you are. That's who you are. It's normally because you don't want to be accountable for shit, but, and you want to pass it on to the spirit and the Lilith and the goddess and the rainbow and the, you want to pass it on to everything else but yourself. But she is actually speaking some good thoughts there as to why women uh, don't, can't get men to open up. And in fact, you will find that a lot of women who do this, they say, I want you to tell me, just tell me it's going to be used against them. She's going to get her feelings hurt. And or she'll even run to the man. She'll take that information to the courthouse, to the family court. She'll use it in a lawsuit. Even when that guy is down in, in the dumps again, she'll use that information against you in another manner. Okay. Or she might use it as a joke. Uh, women in comedy don't mix. And their timing is because comedy. Let me tell you why women aren't funny. Okay, here we go. Women aren't funny because they don't understand timing. And a lot of comedians, you'll a lot of even male comedians don't understand timing. They'll try to make a joke out of anything and the joke will come off like a fart in church. And that's because they're always trying to be funny and women have the same problem. They're always trying to be funny, funny, but they don't understand timing. For instance, she's not trying to be funny against you when you guys are together alone, but when you're in public or when you're around family members and friends, she'll try to be funny and she might even use some shit that you told her in private as a means to joke against you and get a laugh from the family and friends. Okay. Okay. And so she doesn't understand that that is poor timing. Not only that, you're telling people personal information and you're telling it to a tough type of people who don't need to know the information. Also, you can get a laugh. And this is why men don't talk to women. Number one. Number two, we can't be victims. So what's the point in sharing and opening up? And this is why men don't seek counseling and therapy, because typically they won't use that. They'll use the information. They typically are going to use the information against you when you go in there. And this is why people don't open up. We've been taught and trained. Don't snitch. Snitches get stitches. Don't tell. Keep it to yourself, ninja. All right. We've been told that for a long time. Men don't have emotions. We supposed to be stoic. Okay. Nobody cares about you. And some of these things are true. So knowing this going out, um, if I were to come up here, okay, if I were to come in here and open up vulnerably about many things, you know how many people would do a edit video on some shit that I said here on the air? Yeah, tattletale, um, 
uh, mums the word, loose lips, sink chips. If I came on here one day, I'm going to tell you. If I came on here, I've just been going through some trouble all these years. All these years. It's just been, it been difficult me, for me to deal with this. This has been the undercurrent of how I've been lashing out against women on the internet. I was treated... I was treated like a no good slave. I was treated like a redhead stepchild the entire time. <laughs> like a redheaded stepchild. Mm. <laughs> you know how fast, <laughs> you know how many people would be making me crying emoji memes? They would have a whole milk dough with a crying emoji. <laughs> You know how fast the internet will turn on me? You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. And so, men need the emotion open up. No, I don't. <laughs> I would be viral. Not only would I be viral, they would they would search all of my videos and they would be like, see, that's why he been lashing out. That's why he this, because he going through it. They will be tearing my ass up. You think they would be like, oh, poor guy. Poor guy. Thank you for opening up. Thank you for understanding. Man, please. They will be on here destroying me, bro. They will be making so much videos about me. It would be a wrap. I would come on the next live stream. What's going on? It's the king of kings, the king of content. They'd be like, mm. you ain't the king of kings no more, man. You ain't the king of content no more. You ain't the you ain't Coach Alini. They would have me out here looking like the Jordan meme. All right, man, please. We know this, and men inherently know this. We ain't opening up. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> Let's get to this segment here. We got, uh, what do we got here? How women ruin good marriages. How women ruin good marriages. Uh, we have a woman here who is apparently calling up the Angela Yee Show. The Angela Yee Show. And she's going to reveal how she's married. But she might be having another man's baby here. And women keep these secrets amongst each other. Here we go. Play it. Play it. Secret you want to share with us today? I've been married for over 10 years. Okay, congrats. And I have been sleeping with my husband's cousin. Oh. For a little, well, we've known each other for a long time before I met my husband. And I didn't know that was his cousin. Mm. And I got a kid by him. Wow. So whose kid does your husband think it is? His. <gasps> he thinks it's his baby. Oh, my God. He don't know it's his cousin. Wait a minute. So you're, you have a child by your husband's cousin. But your, your husband, husband is raising it. it as though it's his own. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So what does the cousin think about all this? Is he wanting to like reveal anything? Do y'all feel like coming nope. clean or is this nope. to the grave? Nope. Nope. To the grave. So he's doing what he got to do for, he's doing what he got to do for the baby. Does the, and, does the um, baby, he's doing what he got to do. You said the, the baby, she looks like me. Sure, okay. honey, twin, honey. That's a twin. Look just like me. 
Okay. Well, yeah, just, like I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask who the, if the baby looked like the dad or the or the. No, the no, no, no. Um, no. How close is he with she, his cousin? She, um, close enough. <laughs> oh my God. Close you, enough. Do you intend? You intend to stay married, though. Oh. Yes. Are you still I sleeping? Guess. Are you still sleeping with the the cousin? Hell yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. how it look. <laughs> All right. Well, this is not going to get any better, but um, if Mayna no. was here, Mayna would have lost his mind. <laughs> Mayna would have had a fit. <laughs> you look, he's not here. Okay, thank you, Jesus, on that. <laughs> <laughs> thank God Mayna wasn't here. <laughs> well, thank okay. you for sharing. Hi, how you doing? Wow. Gentlemen, you see this? You see this? I'm telling you, man. Listen, it's a cold, cold world out here. Y'all better start bossing up, Ninja. You better start getting cold like CGA out here because this is not a game. Now, I want to highlight several things here. First of all, the laughing and the sniggling and the cackling of these women at this story. And I'm supposing Mano is the male co-host, former rapper Mano, and he wasn't there. And they're like, you lucky he ain't here. Wait a minute. There's no DNA test. You're not encouraging her to do the right thing. You're not. She invoked the name of Jesus because she wasn't going to be ridiculed by Mano. She made this story up and the woman seemed slightly surprised, which is the indicator of they are aware that other people do this. They were slightly surprised. Not only that, the woman's going to continue the behavior. She suggests that she's going to continue the affair behind Cole's back. And they had nothing but laughter. Mm. Nothing but laughter. Now, the story of the woman calling in, she could be making this up, all right, because this is what TV shows and talk shows, they got to make stuff up, okay? She could be making it up. I have no idea. But this is why men, when men say, and I tell you, the laws haven't changed, women know things in advance. The divorce is set up before the wedding. They carry these secrets to the game. Women, these are all the things that I tell you. And the reaction, let's, let's say the story's made up. The reaction to the story by these two co-hosts or these two hosts should tell you enough that they know women are doing this. They don't encourage them to do the right thing. They know that there's some, these are supposed, let's just say these are the good women. The two women on the show, they represent the good women. What do I tell you about good women? They're two degrees separation at best from Pookie. They're two degrees separated from skeezer life and street life. They're two degrees separated from whoredom. They were in these streets. They understand them. They've seen it. I've also said all of you have blood on your hands. So women can't separate themselves and say, well, I'm one of the good ones. Because your sister, your mama, any one of these people in your lives have done the same damn thing. And you actually seen it and you actually were the defense force against it. Then you come out here like, oh, where are you meeting these women? Right. Mm. That used to be something that women used to say. Where are you meeting these women? I don't know any women like this, please. I mean, you've never been to middle school. You've never been to high school. You've never seen a skeezer, a slut in high school. Right? Come on. Middle school, the girl that played spin the bottle and was somehow in the closet sucking off everybody at the party. You never saw that in middle school. You never saw that in high school. Right? You never saw the girl hopping, ho hopping off of every jock. Right? See, some of these things are actually crazy where the women are like, where are you meeting these girls? I don't know anyone like this. And they're there. And they know it and they're separated from them by maybe a close friend 
a close friend is is like this or a close associate or somebody they went to college with. You never you never went to a college dorm. You never lived in a college dorm. You never were a freshman on campus. Okay, come on. They act like you're making it up. And here they are. Here they are is another example of Generation X and millennial skeezers out here defending a skeezer and not telling her to do the right thing. It's crazy out here. But if you don't know, now you know, gentlemen, you cannot treat all women um, like good women. Got to treat them like 304s first until proven otherwise. <laughs> okay, come on, man. Let's go into Judge Tolliver, I believe her name is. Her name is Judge Tolliver, I think. I can't remember what her name is. But uh, she's going to tell a woman who pulls the I'm not happy. Where is she at? That ain't it. I'm not happy. <laughs> this is a woman who pulled the I'm not happy on her husband. And Judge Tolliver has to uh, let it be known that, bitch, you making a mistake. And let's go ahead and let her go. Sure, Mrs. Rivera, I'm glad you're getting a divorce. Mrs. Rivera, I will say this to you. You're foolish. You had a good thing. As soon as it wasn't a perfect thing, it made you angry. Nobody's ever going to be perfect. You most certainly are not perfect. And the next guy you get is not going to be perfect. And unless you're willing to put up with a little bit of, you know, they say for better or for worse for a reason. It's not going to be all you know, lollipops and sunshine. And when it's not lollipops and sunshine for your husband, you at least give him a lollipop. You might not be able to make the sunshine, but you can give him a lollipop. And you didn't do it. Well, look at her face. I'm not happy. <laughs> I mean, she has miserable woman written all over her face. And then, yes, she's one of the good ones, even though she got big hoop earrings, at least two pair. She actually had a Fendi bat in the bag attitude, too. And she also loved to keep goofy pookies in a good mood. And she also was backstage underage adolescence. How you doing? And she was all these things. And we, she was for the streets. In the streets. And this ninja married the woman for the street. And as you can see, she's colder than the Russian winter. This woman has lost the all give a damn. Her give a damn is busted. And when she's ready to leave the marriage and leave your ass in the blazing inferno, burning alive, she'll do it. She will do it. And the judge is letting her know, reprimanding her for this reprehensible behavior. You decided that your marriage was about you, for you, and because of you. And when he hit a rough patch, you were like, I'm sick of you. I'm tired of it. You're not a king and wonderful anymore because you're not doing everything I want to. You're no longer Mr. Perfect, and I have no obligation to give anything to you. That's tired, and that's sad, and it's Mr. Mrs. Rivera. All right, and so I'm happy to see uh, Judge Tolliver, I believe her name is, from the Divorce Court TV series, uh, laying into this woman about being, uh, you know, uh, about monkey branching essentially she's monkey branching and returning to the street in fact she does look familiar let's go ahead and see what she looks like here she definitely looks like this one beautiful i got a question yes babe. if you weren't married to me what you'd be doing right now in these streets be in these what? <laughs> i believe it too she'd be tied up in these streets yeah, I believe her too she'd be tied up in these streets all right that woman looked like she'd be tied up in them streets i believe her too She'd be tied up in these streets. And that woman tied up in these streets. Okay. I believe her too. <laughs> right. She tied up in these streets right now. Ping, ping. All right. Man, her sneaky link texting her. I want you to see the clip again. Because as he's asking her this, 
The, and the reason why he asked her this, by the way, is because he knows she's in these streets. In these streets. All right. People don't know this. The reason why he asked her and, and uh, jumped on her is because she her, she got her nose in that phone. She got her nose in that phone and he knew it. So I'm a jump. I'm a jump record her. And he's feeling a certain way about her in this moment in time. They might have a loving relationship. But in this moment of time, he's very suspicious. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. Hey, never trust a raspy voice woman. All right. <laughs> I always come up with some shit. Yeah. Never trust a, a raspy voice woman. All right. Them girls is club ho hoppers from the from 16. Since they were 16, them girls have been in the club. Raspy voice hoes. Mm. Right, but anyway, <laughs> let's get back to Judge Tolliver here. Hey, um, so the, uh, the Judge Tolliver is probably recognized that by this case, this woman's not happy and she's going to drop him because he's down bad. And uh, yeah, when you lose your leverage, guys, how it works is women monkey branch. They go to the best offer or they return to the streets. Yes. When, you know, not a lot of ride or die chicks are going to stick around when you're down. Now, they will claim that they did and they will say, I dated this one man, this pookie, and I did X, Y, and Z and I was down for him. And all of a sudden she wasn't down for him no more. But I'm glad she laid into this woman just a little bit here. Um, they ruin good marriages. And then what they have to do, I'm going to tell you the secret. They have to come out smelling like roses. Because they can't say I left a good thing to be tempted because they wanted they 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 wanted to tempt their tummy with the taste of nuts and honey, right? They wanted to tempt their tummy. So they wanted to see something more, be more adventurous, be less boring, um, have a guy in a better position. They wanted to level up. Uh, it's never because they wanted peace. They they can't be without peace. So they ditch the guy and then, but they hand him the scissors and he does the cutting. Okay, so that means he's got to be abusive. He's got to be emotionally manipulative. He's got to be financial, a financial abuser. Uh, he's got to have hit her, although she hit him first. She's He's got to have done something to the kids. They got to play the abuse excuse on the way out so they can make themselves feel good when they out here being raggly. Rivera, I'm glad you're getting a divorce. Mrs. Rivera, I will say this to you. You're foolish. You had a good thing. As soon as it wasn't a perfect thing, it made you angry. Nobody's ever going to be perfect. You most certainly are not perfect. And the next guy you get is not going to be perfect. And unless you're willing to put up with a little bit of, you know, they say for better or for worse for a reason. It's not going to be all you know, lollipops and sunshine. And when it's not lollipops and sunshine for your husband, you at least give him a lollipop. You might not be able to make the sunshine, but you can give him a lollipop. And you didn't do it. You decided that your marriage was about you, for you, and because of you. And when he hit a rough patch, you were like, I'm sick of you. I'm tired of it. You're not a king and wonderful anymore because you're not doing everything I want to. You're no longer Mr. Perfect. And I have no obligation to give anything to you. That's tired and that's sad. And it's Mr. Yeah, man, dude, that, tell me about it, Judge. Is it Talver? Towler? I don't know. Uh, tell me about it, guys. That is the state of good relationship. That is the state of relationships in general. If the guy doesn't play the fairy tale game with her anymore and he's not doling on you, I actually tell doling doting on the woman. I tell you guys all the time, just pull back a month and a half, six weeks, and stop financially supporting your household as a married man. You will be all divorced 
immediately. We can all get divorced at the same time. Every husband stopped supporting their household. It will be immediately over. Um, and uh, she only stuck it around because of whatever he was providing. And last point on this one, unfortunately, last point on this one is that the key thing about this one is judge told her you're not going to find the man that you want. I often tell married women this. Got mar ladies, if you're married, you might think your guy's not doing enough for you, paying you enough attention, treating you like a princess or a queen. You might think that's the case. Married women, listen up. All right, because I know you guys got some feelings about. I know you have your feelings about. All right, you going full Aisha Curry trying to tell you. But if you think for one second, and divorced women can probably tell you, nine out of 10 divorced women can tell you, if you think you're getting better than your husband when you divorce your husband, you're going to be, you're going to be in for a rude awakening. You're not going to immediately get a better deal than your husband. Now, maybe 10, 15 years later, you might find a goofy ass simp. And that's you. And it might have been worth the wait. You'll catch herpes before you find a better husband. And that's you. You're more likely to catch herpes. Like the percentage, the odds are greater for you to catch herpes and chlamydia and gonorrhea at the same time before you find a husband. And that's you. But y'all don't want to listen to me. <laughs> right? 100%. You're going to have a early termination of pregnancy before you find a replacement for the husband that you think you're going to replace. And that's Tell them, you. You guys don't know. You're going to get ran through before you find a good husband. 100%. You're not going to get a better husband right away. Now, like 10 years down the line, maybe 15, 12, right? Possibly, but not likely. And I think that's going to take us to the last clip here. And even this woman is living proof of this right here that I just talked about. Apparently, I don't know if they cloned Selena Gomez or not. Selena Gomez definitely was one of my favorite chicks back in the day. Uh, let me see if I can find Selena back in the day when she was uh, backstage and whatever here. <laughs> All right, let me see. Uh, Selena Gomez here. Uh, there she is there uh, at the Spurs game. I'm going to pull her up. All right, how could you not like this face? All right, Selena Gomez definitely had a good face. I mean, she don't look like this no more. All right, she got a good face. Sorry, right, but the genetics, she can't run away from. You know what I mean? Like, the genetics are the genetics. Take a look. I'm so sick of that same old love. Hello. Oh, the genetics are going to kick in, though. Apparently, Selena Gomez is out here acting desperate. <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll the film. This is this should have been on Straggle and Single Theater. Allegedly, this is Selena Gomez. And now she's at a recreational soccer game, allegedly saying to the players that she's single. And of course, Selena Gomez can't fight the DNA. Data. Yeah, that brother's starving. Selena out here starving. Let's roll the film. I'm single. I'm just a little high maintenance. 
but I love you so much. Man, this is all women in the nutshell. Selena barely hit 30. How old is Selena Gomez? How old is she, bro? She, dude, the wall came for this woman already. She's 30. God dang, bro. Tell me this is not so. <laughs> I'm single. The desperation. I'm just a little high maintenance. High maintenance. But I love you so. Oh, man, ladies, this is terrible representation of yourself, man. What are we doing? Oh, the humanity. Bring back young Selena. Man, this is what I tell you, man. This is the this is the wall. This is the wall. In her prime. In her prime. I know people, she ain't my type. She's a cute face. She's a cute girl. She should have cashed them checks in. She should have cashed it in right here. She could have cashed it in right here because everybody knew she was going to be a gordita. Everybody knew. I mean, come on, man. Everybody, if you know in the DNA, you know. All right. Everybody know this is what they all look like post high school, probably in high school. Everybody knew she was going to be a gordita. Everybody, well, she got sick. She got a disease. She don't have a disease. She got San Antonio DNA. She from San Antonio, bro. Everybody know how this ends. Okay. All right. Everybody know how this ends, bro. She from San Antonio. Ninja, the next best place she could have been from was Santa Ana. Okay. Come on. Everybody knew she was going to blow up like the Goodyear blip. All right. And she did. And she's still decent looking. But guess what happens? She's high maintenance because she's a celebrity. The thing is, she still thinks she's Selena at the Spurs game, bro. What? Mm. It's a wrap. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm single. I'm just a little high maintenance. But I love you so much. Oh, my goodness. This is despicable. This is disgraceful. Oh, the humanity. I mean, the pride. No pride at all. Not at the pickup soccer game. I mean, let's look at let's take a look at what she could have cashed in. All right. Let me see what her her boyfriends. Let's see where she could have cashed in. Let me see here. Boyfriends. She's apparently dating somebody now. We do have dating history of Selena Gomez. All right. We got Nick Jonas. Taylor Lautner. I think that that, that that's Twilight guy. Taylor. La okay. We got we do have film footage of uh, we have footage of each one of these gentlemen here. Uh, ladies, what do I tell you? By 25, you've met all the guys that you need to meet. You met the best possible mates. By 25, and most of you way earlier than that. So we got Nick Jonas, Taylor Lautner right here, okay? People are like, she looks young, and she's young. That's how you suppose, that's when you're supposed to cash in. We got Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, Orlando Bloom. You can't tell me she didn't have her chance. We got Justin Bieber again, and uh, who else do we got? Uh, Zed, I don't even know who that is, Zed. Oh, boy, she's been in these streets. In these streets. I don't even know who that person is. This woman, Samuel, Samuel Crossed. Yeah, she should have married Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth. Oh, boy, that was this. She should have. And that's you. She should have. She should have cashed in right here. This is where she should have stopped the carousel. But they can't stop. <laughs> Charlie Puth was the one, although he looked like he got a little sugar in this tank. He got a cool song called Attention, by the way. Shout out to Charlie Puth. I think it's called Attention. Orlando Bloom, again, The Weeknd. Oh, man. She, mm. 
She fumbled the bag. She fumbled the bag. So um, there's the weekend right there. You know, they probably had a lot of fun times with that notes candy. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Justin Bieber again. We got another guy. All right. I don't even know. Chris Evans. He's coach gang. Mm. Don't nobody tell you, though. Don't let him tell you, though. But Chris Evans is coach gang. I know you're watching me, brother. All right. No government name. All right. Anyway, he's coach gang and I can prove it. Anybody want to know I can prove it? I'll prove it to you. I got him. He follows. He follows me on the Internet. Shout out to him. I know he's like, man, shut up. <laughs> All right. All right, shout out to you. Uh, and bam, we got more ninjas. Look at all these ninjas' names, man. She on the carousel, bro. <laughs> he gang yang in the building. All right, so here's the here it is, ladies. Here's it is, ladies. You cannot tell you cannot tell me. Somebody said prove it. I'll prove it. But I don't want to prove it, man, because I'm 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 with the brothers, man. My brothers, we coach gang, we roll in silence and violence, but you can look it up on the internet. Uh, but uh, anyway, she should have for sure, she should have for sure cashed in one of those guys. You cannot tell me she should be at a soccer game talking about I can love you. That's crazy. I don't need to prove nothing. Yeah, exactly. So this is how far women fall deep thinking that they have time on the clock and they don't. Time keep on slipping, slipping into the future and then when time slips they run out of options then they're yelling at a soccer game like selena gomez she had plenty of options and for somehow she couldn't be chosen somebody said she was high she's still high all right well anyway let's get to these super chats and we're about to get into the main event at the hour and 45 minute mark earlier than normal and what do we got here shout out to c augusta says snitches get stitches but why do 10, huh? But why do 10 when I can name a friend? All right, let me read it again. Snitches get snit stitches. But why do 10 when I can name a friend? Apparently, that's what's happening in the Young Dolph deletion case. Um, It seems like a guy's about to go down for the entire thing, and he ain't about to do 10. He about to name a friend. Says right here, he says, uh, choose your friends wisely. Friends are the family you choose message. Yes, friends are the family you choose. So you got to choose wisely on your friends. See, Hustle says this radio station is exactly why I never, ever say hi to BWs. They are the worst. Oh, no. Shout out to BWs, man. You going to take that, ladies? You going to take that, Quangs? These Quangs out here, man, they don't want to hear that. Um, You know what's funny about uh what I know about the, um, the Quang? We call him the Quang over here. The Quang has been manipulating and sniggling at at um, the failure of men, them, them, what we call it, finessing men. All right. And they be <laughs> slapping themselves, giving high fives when they get over on guys. It's absolutely despicable uh, what they do, the behaviors that they exhibit when they get over on guys, especially when we're younger. I hate to bring that up because people be like, you guys haven't healed over getting dumped in high school. But. When men are younger, we're stupid and gullible. And uh, yes, we will get finesse. Now, the finessing is one thing. It is when they laugh and celebrate and tap dance on your grave is when you really get it, right? That's when you really like. Ugh. Now, ladies are saying right now, I know what the women are saying. 
Well, what about when guys? Aha. Wait right there. What about when guys? See, aren't guys dogs and ninjas ain't ish? And we already know guys do despicable things to women, a small percentage of guys, but it does happen. We already know. It's not like guys are out here riding on the moral bandwagon, riding on their moral high horse, talking about we're the good ones and all of this shit, and there's some good ones out here. Men inherently are treated as if we're untrustworthy. In fact, we have to go above and beyond to prove that we're not like those other ninjas. And we have to engage women in the art of I'm not like those other dudes. And that's where men manipulate you. They treat you like they're not like those other dudes, Derek Jackson, and then they Derek Jackson you. Okay, so that's one thing. But it is the women that ride the moral high horse. They're the ones who virtue signaling. They're the ones that said there's some good ones out there. You just got to keep looking. Like you have to, it's so hard to find a good one. You got to keep looking under rocks and keep searching and searching and still you can't find. They're the ones that are supposed to be the smart, the, the trustworthy ones, the women that wouldn't lie, believe all women. They're the ones that are riding that. So when we prove opposite, then they're acting like, well, what? So you guys are riding on virtuosity. You guys are riding on Proverbs 31. You guys are riding on the good natured women. But then you guys are the ones acting despicable out here. And when you get caught, you then say, well, what about the men do? Well, men are already dogs out here. Ninjas already ain't ish out here. It's actually for me. If I meet a woman, she already think I ain't ish. And she looked me up and down and what kind of car you drive and what kind of job you got. And where do you see yourself in five years and how many baby mamas you got and how much child support you want. And you'll probably live with your mama and you probably got. <laughs> you see what I mean? So for you to say, well, what about the men? Well, we all ain't ish anyway. Right. But you are supposed to be the good one. So when I show you, you ain't ish and we talk about it. Don't be out here talking about women don't lie and we're loyal and we don't cheat. And y'all be out here getting caught cheating. Out here with your panties downs on your around your ankles. Shout out to Dr. Thunder says, thanks again, coach. Premiering at 3 p.m. Eastern today. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. Go check out his channel. I did an interview over the weekend. And uh, he's going to premiere it at 3 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be 12 noon specific. Specific. All right. Specific. I thought there were some other ones here. But uh, we'll go ahead and check over here. Let's see what's going over on PayPal and Venmo. And then we'll catch up back to the game over on the uh, Super Chat. And Henry Brazilian says SQC's ex-wife filed a uh, protection order against him after he showed up to help her feel safe. He's going through hell. Protect your meat, men. So, he guys, hey, man, leave exes alone, please. Leave exes alone. Act like they don't exist. This is my advice. Act like your ex doesn't exist. Right? She dead to you. Because <laughs> look, he's actually trying to do something nice. He violated the what? Probably a protection order. Showed up probably because she called him or played the damsel in distress. Now she filed another protection order. It's crazy. Crazy. Mm. Shout out to main man, Rant Reynolds. He says, hey, coach, the Thomas Old book you were referring to Friday uh, was uh, 
that uh, disseminated the origins of black American culture is black rednecks and white liberals. There you go. I knew it wasn't race and culture, but but black rednecks and white liberals. So um, check that book out, if you will. And that was what I was talking about earlier last um, late last week about the black American culture and how it comes from Southern. Uh, Southern poor whites. People don't see it until you see it. You got to read the book. Shout out to man, my man, John W says, coach, here's a dub for your time. Thanks for what you do, coach gang. And it's for life. <laughs> Shout out to Nate bit says, coach, please one day read Proverbs seven for the gang. All right. I'll have to do it when I'm in my spirit. All right. When I'm ready to challenge these pulpit preachers. Uh, Cause normally I'll deliver a sermon from the mountain. From the mountaintop up high, delivering my sermon. So I got to be in the spirit. What are we doing here? We got no government name, but shout out to her. I play soccer at the field. Selena Gomez was at. Hello. Shout out to her. And uh, if you see Selena, let her know that uh, I'm looking out for her. Now, I don't need her to love. Well, she needs to love me, but uh, I won't love her back. But we'll have a good time. We'll have a good time. And, uh, yeah, shout out to all the ladies of San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> all right, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, what are we doing here? I was going to say something about that. I was going to say something about that, but I forgot. But tell Selena, Selena CGA looking for her. Selena, Selena. Tell Selena CGA looking for her. I'm coming for that neck. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to Kayla says, uh, just like it's hard for men to get sags, it's hard for women to get married. She says the difference is women are rewarded for leaving something that was initially hard to get. Um, yeah, they're initially, they're rewarded for leaving something that is hard to get for them. Well, because they think that they, well, one of the things that women do when they break up, they'll they'll think they can get right back in the front of the line. Oh, I just divorced and broke up for my boyfriend, my fiance, I just you know, I just got rid of my husband and they're like, all right, I'm ready to find Prince Charming again. Well, here's the thing about that, ladies. How long did it take you to find the first husband? That should be an understanding. People in relationships are very delusional. They are. Okay. Um, because to find another husband is, is going to be very hard. It took you a long time to find the first one. At least 27 years of your life to find the first one. And let's just take your adult years you, it took you 10, 12, 15 years of your adult years to find the first one. You think there's just another one out here? And that's you. Shout out to them. They kind of goofy out here. Derek Joyce says, growing up, women were always seen as the responsible ones with money, able to balance a checkbook. Was that a case? Was that the case or just a myth? We got to understand what behavior is. <laughs> right? Listen, I break these down so you know. Women are good at following instructions. And in most cases, they do so out of uh, fear, right? And this is sometimes why, remember when we were in fifth grade, we're just talking about human behavior here. This has nothing to do with women, bad men, good. But let me just tell you, everybody remembers the fifth grade, right? Everybody remembers the fifth grade. In the fifth grade, the boys would go out during recess or PE class and we go out there acting a fool. We let our, whoa, we going crazy. All right, we playing basketball. We playing flag football. We stiff arming dudes. We turning in triple doubles. We at the water fart. 
drinking up the water, talking shit. Yeah, man. Yo, 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 yo. We come in from class, recess, lunch, and we still need time to decompress. We need time to be able to adjust from gym class to regular class. Now, the girls, the girls, what they do the whole time during the break, there might have been one or two that tried to play with the boys. There might have been a couple of straggle daggles trying to uh, get the attention of the boys while we were playing ball. And then the rest of the girls, they were actually counter uh, doing counterintelligence and terrorism on the playground, creating clicks, causing confusion and dysfunction and chaos, splitting up, uh, causing shit, stirring the pot with other girls, stirring the pot with other boys. They was causing the bullshit, but it was all muted. It was all quiet and silence and violence. All right. They was out there causing shit. All right. But it seemed very what? It seemed very calm. It seemed, but they was creating gossip and shit. And did you hear her? And look at what she got on with the jelly bean shoes and this and that. And that girl right there, she like, oh, she got my crush. But it was yeah, psychological warfare. The shit was very quiet. So that when we got back to the classroom, we all sweating and shit. Musty up under the armpit, talking loud, talking shit. We doing this mad, the social male hierarchy of dominance. And we woo, woo, wolfing. And guess what's happening? The teachers are like, boys, calm down. Boys, calm down. You guys are out of control. You're hyper. We can't control you. I'm going to send you to the office. They threaten us. They threaten to suspend us. They telling us to shut up. They giving us standards. We have the right. I will not talk loud in class. What are the girls doing? What are the girls doing? Go ahead, teacher. We're ready to learn. These boys are out of control. Oh, these boys. Oh, look at them. They're so loud and obnoxious and aggressive. We're listening. We're the good ones. We're the angels. The boys are bad. They were fighting outside and they're talking shit about each other. Look at us, though. Look at us. And then the teacher, boys, look at the girls. Look at the girls. They're so nice. They're ready to learn. They got their pencil and paper out. Look at them. They got an apple on their desk, and they're sitting there quiet, ready to learn, and you're distracting the girls. The girls are out here better than you boys. They're mature. They mature faster. They're grown up. They're, they're listening, and they're ready to learn. They got their books out. They got their assignment. They did their homework. <laughs> right? And so at that point, we're like girls mature faster than boys. Girls are smarter than boys. Girls learn better than boys. It's kind of like they know how to take instruction. They know how to look good. and and Because look, let's just say one of the girls are doing what the boys do. They're going to stick out like a sore thumb and the girls are going to put that woman out there. So she's out of the social element of the girls knowing that that girl's going to go out in the playground tomorrow and they're going to talk cash shit about that girl. That girl's going to be on um, the, she's going to walk the plank. That girl's going to walk the plank. She's going to be out there the social hierarchy. She's going to be in some mean girl shit. And so the teachers, the female teachers reward the girls for being able to manipulate the system and act smart and look smart and follow instructions. Okay, what do I do? Okay, put that there right there. Carry the one. All right, put, draw the line. Uh-huh. Remainder over here and put that there. And balance the checkbook, okay? And blah, 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 blah. they good at taking nope. instruction because it's fear of the social hierarchy. It's fear. It's fear driven. They're going to be excommunicated from the social group of the female. 
so that if one of them females try to get boys' attention and she out there balling and she doing this and she out there sniggling with the boy, girls going to look over her. You can't sit with us. Okay? <laughs> you can't sit with us. So this is not a shine of maturity per se. It's also there's a social element uh, where they can be punished if they go outside of this. The teacher, the female teacher can punish that woman. Okay, the, the girls are going to punish that woman for inching out and getting attention from the boys. Right. Also, she's going to get punished and you're not like the other girls. The other girls are getting A's and B's and they can balance the checkbook and carry the one and remainder and all that shit. You see what I mean? And then the boys are going to get punished. The boys are going to get punished. You're mature, immature. You don't know how to. Well, the boys are doing male politics. They just don't know how to calm down because they super hyper and they're aggressive and they're getting boosted with testosterone. And it's a hierarchy out here. We got to prove ourselves in the male world. When we get to the next subject matter, this actually comes true. Men have to prove themselves to be valuable. Women do not. Now, this isn't, again, something to be mad about, guys. If you were born a guy, this is just how it goes. This is why masculinity is critical for society, right? We have to prove ourselves. And if you're just not willing to fight anymore and you want to give up on hustle culture and you don't want to go get shit because you don't want to compete no more, but that's you guys. Listen, that's how it works with men. You got to prove yourself in order for you to get the attention of a Shaquille O'Neal. You just have to be. But in order for a, per a man to get the woman and attention of a regular woman, you got to be Shaquille O'Neal or equivalent. Or comparable. Like in order to get on a boat as a woman, you just have to be. In order for a man to get on a boat, you got to own the boat. Okay? That's how it works. It's what it goes. It's how it is. But, you know, female teachers don't know this. And at an early age, we discuss this as the girls are mature when they're just basically dealing with their own social hierarchy and manipulating it as well. And boys, female teachers don't understand what boys are going through. This is why masculinity is important. This is why... Male teachers are important. The boys probably should not go from lunch to the classroom setting. They should probably go from lunch to decompressing. <laughs> right? All right, boys. The girls are going to get started on their assignment. Boys, you guys are going to go to the locker room. <laughs> right? And we're going to decompress. Then you're going to take in here. We're going to take you over here. Decompress so that now we can bring you into class. And we file your ass in there one by one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey, it's different, but I file the boys in one by one, two by two in the classroom. All right. All right, boys, here we go. Line up over here. We're going to do this, decompress you and get you here. We're going to send the goofy ass ninjas in there first. We're going to send the simps in there a second. We're going to send this group of guys in here. Third. We're going to hierarchy the guys into the room so that they can decompress and they can get in there. They can get their instruction. But people just want to throw everybody in the classroom. And guess what happens? Yep. You can get them to stretch. Get them to walk it out. Uh, get them to, um, yeah, let, let them stay on the playground for five extra minutes and stretch. Because that's going to decelerate. That's going to deescalate the hyperactivity. And then you send in the groups of guys in, send in the nerd dudes, send in the simps, send in the goofy dudes, send in the lower hierarchy hierarchy males in first. And then let the alpha males of the, the population send them in last. But look, I'm me. I mean, uh, people don't want to listen to my shit. What they want to do is teach men to be feminine. All right, boys, cross your legs. All right, everybody, all the boys, cross your legs and be quiet like the girls. Mm. <laughs> Had these ninjas out here, Sashay, Shantae, and Vogue, 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 Vogue. They had these boys in here voguing and shit. 
Every boys, okay, boys, we're gonna vogue. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Let me stop. Two hour mark in here. We're here for the main event. I know it's time, brothers. I know it's time. <laughs> here we go. The rise of the regular woman. These things that I talked to you about is going to go talk about this story. Let's get into it. This woman. And again, we're not talking about her specifically. We're talking about what's going on here. There's a young woman who has gone viral. And her name is Ariana. And she probably is a mix of she's an Afro-Latina. She's probably a mix. And here it is right here. Let me go back. Uh, she's from Houston, Texas. So Ariana, she looks good. She's a look, good-looking woman. When I call a woman regular, that doesn't mean she's ugly or unattractive. She's a beautiful woman, and she's taking advantage of the culture that the culture is definitely hyper active on skeezer and straggle dackle, BBLs and 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 fake titties and filters and whatnot. And as you can see, she doesn't represent that. She has thrown on glasses to make her mute her appearance and make herself to be a little bit more normal. And Houston, Texas woman goes viral on Twitter for sharing that she gets told she's too pretty to be working at Home Depot. Now, that's a statement in itself that a woman's too pretty to do a regular person's job. What am I assuming that ugly people should be working at Home Depot? Well, if you go to Home Depot, there are pretty much a below average people working there. So much so that if a average woman works there, She's too pretty for Home Depot. Like, what is she supposed to be doing? Well, in fact, she's supposed to be capitalizing and monetizing her beauty. This is our current state of the world, if not through marriage and relationship, also through social media and whatnot. They're actually encouraging this woman to start in OnlyFans, which she probably has. But mm. now people are going to look at this and say, hey, this is an attainable woman. This is a woman on my level. Um, I'm a regular guy that works at Home Depot, too, or Lowe's. And I can get this woman if I work there or I can go run game on this woman because she's obviously desperate enough to take me because she's desperate enough to take a job at Home Depot and look pretty. All right. And so she goes viral over the weekend, uh, being that she looks like it and she's average. Stop it. Stop with the bullshit. She's a beautiful woman. And when I say a woman's average, that does not mean she's ugly. OK, I, I've already explained tens and nines are manufactured and there's only a handful of tens and there's a lot of manufactured nines. And they belong to the community, all right? They are monetized, they are belong to the community, and they behave as such. And they're not out of your league, they're out of your price range. Thus, the eight is probably the standard issued attractive woman, the most attractive woman in the world without makeup and hair and filters is an eight. Going down the line, if you're a six as a woman, you're still good. That's a still good looking woman. And that's where she is. She's about at the six level, Okay. When you compare it to manufacturer woman, she's probably doesn't look as attractive, but she's cute and she looks down to earth. Now, what happened was, says right here, the one job I work at that I get reminded I'm too pretty to work at. This is the Danica Patrick effect. Okay. Mm. The Danica Patrick effect. The Danica Patrick effect works like this. Danica Patrick is a beautiful race car driver. She's a beautiful woman who drives race cars, but compared to every other woman, she's an average woman. So when Danica Patrick appears on the race car scene, compared to the other race car drivers, she's hot. But compared to all other women, she's not. She's just regular. And it's okay to be regular. But to put, put this person above all women, all other women is actually despicable. Okay, Danica Patrick is not above all women. She's above all race car drivers, but she's not above all women. 
You see what I mean? This is the Danica Patrick effect. She works at Home Depot, so she's a Danica Patrick of a Home Depot, <laughs> right? She's the Danica Patrick of Home Depot. Now, if she was ugly, people would say she looks normal like a Home Depot worker. If she's in a modeling contest or if she's walking somewhere around the runway or she was going to be rewarded, and she'll find this out relatively soon. Once she starts an OnlyFans, it's dead work for her. She gonna That shit going to dry up quickly. So when people saying she's an eight, she's an eight on your level. But according to the world, she's not. She would not be able to monetize this very quickly. That would be the wrong lane to do. She cannot monetize this look. She can monet The only way she can monetize this is through husband. In the world of OnlyFans and modeling, this woman does not measure up at all. She measures up as a good-looking wife. <laughs> Let's just, she's a good-looking wife. She's the Danica Patrick of Home Depot. This is an average woman. Now, any woman that doesn't look like this woman is way below average. Way below average. It is what it is, all right? It is what it is. Now, she even says it, the one job I work at, the one job I work at that I constantly get a reminder that I'm pretty. All right, I'm too pretty. It says right here, this is just my college job too. It has good benefits. I mix paint, y'all. Okay, now, the people who say she's an eight, I'm gonna knock your shit out of the park right now. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna knock your shit out of the park. This isn't the belittle the woman. This is an average woman. Okay, because I, what do I warn you guys of? Stop judging women on Instagram. Stop judging women on how they look on Instagram. I'm about to knock your asses out of the park here. Just let me get through my show here. Let me get through my show. It says right here, um, I know Shawty a good woman. How? Uh, she could make a, and she, she could have made an OnlyFans, but she's got a real job and it's an honest living. Because she's average. <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, it's Okay. She cannot make a lot of money on OnlyFans. It would be foolish for her to go to OnlyFans. But because you saw her on Instagram, you thought she's an OnlyFans girl. No, this is a pretty girlfriend. For me, this would be a pretty girlfriend. She would be a pretty girlfriend. Okay? Like, this would be a good-looking girlfriend. She is not OnlyFans material. But this is what we do. We get these people, gas them up, and then what? We inadvertently raise the sexual marketplace woman, value of the woman. And then when she doesn't make it, now she's out here stuck being a former OnlyFans girl. And quote, I really hope my post inspires little girls to realize getting money the right way is possible. And you gain so much more insight and benefits doing it. And I want to applaud her real quick here. Because again, I'm not tearing her down. I'm not tearing her down. I don't want to. She's a good looking woman. She'd be good looking woman on my arm i like i like um i like um girl next door look i'm not very much inspired by straggle daggles so i like her look last thing i'm gonna say is i don't think i'm too pretty to work anywhere i work at home depot because it's a decent job that pays good while i'm in school and she says please stop taking social media to heart god bless and i do want to commend her for for her stance on this this is a great leap off point for her if she does want to be a content creator. So she could follow this up by taking this lane and being somewhat down to earth and mellow, which we would want attractive women to be. Now, I have to show you this. I have to show you this because a lot of guys are saying she's an eight. OK, 
Now, as I tell you, stop believing Instagram, okay? We're going to show her, apparently, this is the same woman here on her YouTube page. And I do this. I'm not trying to belittle her. But here's the same woman. She still looks cute. She's still cute. This is her without makeup and hair and glasses and lighting and whatnot. I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm saying this is an average woman, okay? This is her. Same woman, okay? Now, this is, she's cute. Again, is she an eight? Not even close. Not even close. This woman's a solid six, and this is not bad. But this is what they really are, right? And she would be good looking comparatively to most women that dress themselves up and doll themselves up and do all of this fake ass Instagram shit. And they are really, they look like nines, but they're really fours after you strip them down. She at least presented herself reasonably the first time around. She still made an effort, but this is her now. If she was in a major metropolis, like this is probably how she shows up to Home Depot on a regular day without all the makeup and hair done to mix paint. As you can see, she looks average. She looks average, but now we're going to take it to the next level right here. We're going to take it to the next level. And let's just, let's just uh, uh, acknowledge this. As she ages, she's going to look, she's coming down rungs. So she's a depreciating asset if we're just judging her by her beauty. Let's just be honest with it. If that's all she's going by and she doesn't, if, if that's all you're going by, she's a depreciating asset, even at an average stance. She's going to look beautiful and cute as an older woman. She's a depreciating asset. So this is her, not to belittle or demean her. This is an education for men. The same woman that y'all called at eight. Let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. This does not indicate eight. This does indicate a nice down-to-earth girl next door, uh, uh, the good woman and whatnot. And... And, and you're going to see, and I Googled this, I Googled Home Depot girl viral. Okay. Now I want you to watch what I've uh, seen from this. Let me see if I can pull this up. Let's see here. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, oh man, I can't find the clip. Oh, here it is. All right. So I, I Googled it and I found her picture so I can make my thumbnail and take a look at what I see now. Take a look on this side of the screen. What do I see? I see now a lot of Home Depot girls. I don't know if this is prior to her, but now I see them mimicking the the bitch. The straggles have come over. Now the straggles in Home Depot aprons and makeup and shit are mimicking this this thing. This is called an adaptation. Okay. So now they're adapting. Oh, oh, okay. You don't want straggle daggles no more. You want cute girls that that are covered up and 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 whatnot. You want cute down to earth home girls. Didn't take long, did it? Now I don't know if these are new videos, but take a look. She blows up and goes viral, and the whores adapt. Mm. Or you see what I mean? Now, oh, 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 is that what you want? Oh, is that how you go viral? Oh, is that how you get attention? That's how you get attention from high status men. Oh, I'm going to put on an apron. Oh, I'm going to do the traditional conservative. Guys, this is not new. Remember, nothing I do or say is new. This is nothing new to the game here. Remember, girls did this with the nerd girls when guys were like, hey, I like nerdy girls. Matter of fact, there was a TV show 
in which, um, well, even Gil Gilligan's Island was always had the competition between the two girls where the sexy vamp girl was supposed to be the sexy one, but everybody went for the, uh, the, the other girl, the down to home girl. Um, same thing with uh, Velma and Daphne. Velma and Daphne, they everybody was like, Daphne's supposed to be the sexy one, and Velma is the down home girl. Everybody's like, I like Velma until they turned her lesbian. Same thing with nerd girls. I like uh, there was a show called uh, I can't remember what the show was called, but it featured nerds and there was a sexy nerdy girl. What was the name of the show? And we talking about Marianne and Ginger on Gilligan's Island. What was the show? Please name it for me where they had the blonde girl, but she was a nerd. And it was on a show full of nerds. Big Bang Theory. Thank you. Big Bang Theory. So Big Bang Theory had a down to earth uh, Kaylee, but she was smart. So then you had this nerd girl thing, right? Where women would dress in glam makeup, glamour makeup, and but they were nerdy. And she would even say, oh, I'm just a nerd. I'm just a nerd. I study astrophysics and shit like this. And I'm really smart and intelligent, but she's super sexy too at the same time. And even though she's sexy, she's like, oh, I'm not really sexy. I'm just a nerd. And, but I'm a, right. But really, you know what a real nerd looks like? This is a review for other, other guys. You know what a real nerd looks like? Probably like this. This is what a nerd looks like. Like, this is the girls who grew up like nerds. Like, you, you're not a nerd because you read books. You're a nerd because you've been put in the nerd category, right? You were treated like a nerd from third grade all the way up. You weren't the hot girl, the, the, uh, the, the, the swan. You weren't the uh, swan that turned into a nerd, you was a nerd with dandruff in your hair and shit. Dandruff in your hair and plaque between your teeth. Like you was a real nerd, <laughs> okay? But the girls adapt and they say, guys like nerds? Okay, I'll put on glasses. Hooters girls put on glasses, now they're nerds, right? After they're monetizing their beauty, right? And so this, is, this Home Depot girl is the same thing. Same thing as the traditional conservative. The traditional conservative says, Hey, I'm a traditional conservative woman. I'm a housewife. And what does she do? She puts on makeup. She gets her hair cut, styled like this 1950s. She puts on a flower dress and says, I'm a traditional woman. Mm. All with the cleavage out and all of that stuff, right? I'm a traditional girl. I'm a traditional woman. I'm a stay-at-home wife. I'm a track con. I'm a traditional conservative. Blah, 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 blah. And it's a disguise. It's an act. It's an adaptation for you to be like, oh, a regular girl. What do traditional conservative girls probably look like? Sorority girls. All right. And so this is an example of what traditional conservatives probably look like. Hair not done. Hair barely stout. Hair barely combed. Milly mouth muskrats. Plain Jane. Average. Run of the mill. Middle of the road. All right. Uh, girls. This is what they look like. This is probably the girls that will get wifed up before anybody around America. Black America, please get out of your community. This is the American wife, <laughs> right? This is what the women who get wifed up faster than anybody looks like. Not like Instagram models, not like straggle daggles. This is the women who get wifed up first. And this is no lie. This is no lie, all right? All they do, and, and don't judge them by when they get their wedding dress and their wedding makeup done. These are the ones that get wiped up the fastest, all right, in America. Because people assume that they're not whores. People assume that they're not nasty. People assume that these women want traditional values. This is who conservative guys aim at first. 
they aim at them first and swiftly. All right, without a without a hesitation. These are the girls at Rice, TCU, SMU. All right, all of those schools down there, Alabama. Okay, you assume they're not whores, but guess what? She had her time, and they realized really quick. This group of women realized really quick. Guess what? I don't have until twenty eight. And that's you. I don't have until 32. And that's you. They get their degree and they get their MRS degree. They get their PhD degree. They get their JD and they find husband next. And their husband probably been somebody that's been around them. Not some dude somewhere on the internet. They marry one dude that they went to school with and they go, they go, they turn it in by 24. They push it in and that's a wrap. Mississippi State, Tennessee, these are the girls, SEC, Cal Missouri. They don't play too long on the carousel. They don't mess around. Now, they do divorce their husband by 35. Mm. <laughs> they do. They do still going to divorce you. Don't get it wrong. These gonna, and it's going to be an expensive, painful divorce. But getting back to this Home Depot woman, the next thing that happens is this. This is where the rise of the regular woman is going to actually um, get men excited about it because you think you think you have a chance at a woman like this right and women are gonna bandwagon they're gonna go because as you can see beautiful as this woman looks here with this attire right she doesn't look like she's selling her body and um she's doing a great job of covering things you know she's doing the whole women should be covered up she's executing this with precision this is not something that she has stumbled upon this is something that she represents i'm not saying it's an act but this is what she is this is what she's representing now you see that she can put them titties out right but when she's at work she can distinguish smartly between work and playtime so this is kind of what men want oh i want a woman that can be like this in the streets but a freak in the sheets she's intelligent as hell now the comment section the comment section is filled up with hopeful ninjas. Okay. Um, filled up with hopeful ninjas, giving her all kind of inspiration, and all the baddies are turning into good girls overnight, saying, and all the good women who say, hey, we're finally getting some recognition. They're in here, right here. Okay, they're in here letting it know. It says right here, the same ninja saying she's too pretty to work would be the same ninjas complaining if she was saying she's too pretty to be working. And that, exactly. And let me see. I'd have a soundbite for that. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Um, what city is she in? She does appear down to earth, so I'll, I'll, I'm going to give her that. But what's happening? <laughs> what's happening now? I'm going to talk about two pieces here. Number one, you're still going to be bamboozled as a male when you think down to earth women don't have reach, okay? And this new group of regular women, women presenting themselves as regular, Black China coming back down to a regular woman. She's getting baptized and her sins all washed away. Kim Kardashian is trying to back away from it, okay? Now women are going to say, oh, I don't want to be like those women getting dying over BBLs and dying to look pretty. I'm going to come down and take off the filter like we showed earlier, the white woman that said, this is what I really look like. You think, guys, now you have a chance. She's from Houston. Thank you. That's what she said. She's not from Houston. She's probably from, where's Lamar University at? 
Beaumont. She probably from Beaumont. She ain't from no damn Houston. She from Beaumont, Texas. Everybody in Beaumont, Texas, stand up. I just shouted you out. She ain't from no damn Houston. I'm sure she from Beaumont. But um, it gives people hope. It gives men hope. But the problem is, check this out. Even the regular girl is going to get reached out by high-status men. Okay? So this is where it really gets messed up for you ninjas. Just this fast, just this fast, as she went viral for being the attainable woman, we have Mr. Dr. Shaquille O'Neal reaching out in them DMs. And Shaquille O'Neal is a thirsty ninja. Yeah, that brother's starving. Okay. <laughs> See, with the internet, your girl was in is always within reach. With the internet, your girl is always within reach. And this is where the reality strikes men. Because we would love to have a young woman like this. Even when she's stripped down to her bare, bare bones. She's a cute girl. We would love to still keep her for ourselves. We would love to own these women. But it is not so. Oh, man. Because the thirsty ninjas and the game ninjas and the high status men and the top 10% and the top 15%. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> are going to show up in your girl's DMs. This is what makes the game hard. And a lot of women will say, don't be intimidated by this, but it is intimidating for the average man who wants the average girl because these DMs don't shut down. He says, don't let them people bother you. And she says, thank you, Shaq. And he has some more to say, starving ass Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> he says, don't read the comment stuff. Like, that will drive you crazy. No punctuation, Shaquille O'Neal. This is the real Shaq. And he says, have a great day and tell all your boyfriends I said hello, LOL, Shaq Diesel. Shaq Diesel. We got to send you to the CGA game course. You know, Sha Shaq's been top level man all his life. And Shaq, I got much love for you, brother. All right. And Shaq, yeah, that you a greedy ninja. You already know you a greedy ninja out here. But you all in my deep, my girl's DMs talking about all her boyfriends. This is some simple kindergarten shit talking about. I bet you got a lot of boyfriends. I bet you all your boyfriends. So she can say, no, nah, baby, I'm single. Oh, you single? Uh-huh. Well, I need to fly you out. Huh, huh, huh. Now you dirty macking. He's supposed to have girlfriends. He's supposed to. Wait, she's supposed to have boyfriends, but you in here dirty macking in the DMs? She kill O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, you know the game, brother. I know you a concubine king. And uh, you just greedy, man. Can we have one? Can we have one without you getting in the DMs? You got our hopes up over the weekend, and now you in here dirty macking? Mm. Apparently, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, she says, ha-ha, I will, thank you. Uh-oh. She said, I will. And that's you. And then she says, you too. Now, here's where, here's where it gets rough for you people, men. For you men, for high status men, this is why I tell you, normie chicks, this is why we have to come down like Zion, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson's out here allegedly paying skeezers a lot of money. And this is alleged. This woman has been going on a rampage. Her name is Mariah Mills, I believe her name is, or whatever it is. And apparently she's out here talking about he paid me $107,000 a month uh, to be the side chick. And she actually produced the receipts. And if he did, it doesn't surprise me. I think that's rather high. 
And um, he's doing what he's doing as a young man. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys saw the receipts right there. This is alleged. This is alleged. Um, the wire transfers coming from Zion Williamson's account. And there's 20000 10000 $25,000 and whatnot. But people would say Zion's a fool out here. And yes, he's been be behaving recklessly, blurring the lines between ju the junior college and relationships. And we encourage men to not blur the lines. If you're going to be at the junior college, keep them as junior college. All right. Don't blur the lines into relationships, girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, girl talk, pillow talk. You can't do that. You blur the lines. You actually mess up the game for yourself. Now, people say, yeah, Zion deserved that. But here's the thing. Let's go back to this woman here, this young lady uh, from Beaumont, Texas. Uh, Beaumont, Texas woman here has done something which is a major violation. Okay. This is a major violation. And people don't know this. See, what she did is what she, what I warned you about, about normie chicks. This is why I say free women cost the most. This is why we talked about the untrained woman. Because while she appears down to earth, while she appears normal, she did something that I tell you to be cautious about. She opened up and shared the DMs about Shaquille O'Neal. What? <laughs> Ladies, if you don't know rules, the rules, number one, about an honest hoe is, number one, you keep things discreet and secret. That's number one. Discretion for men is of the utmost importance, especially if you're a normal chick and I'm a high-status man. This is why high-status ninjas deal with 304s and skeezers and girls at the junior college. This is exactly why. So when you're a broke ninja and you say, well, all you have to have is game, this is why High status men don't deal with game. This is exactly why. Because when you game in a bird head, she exposes you. Mm. When you game in a bird head, this is what you get when you're a high status man running game. A bird head will expose you. This is number one, a L for him. This is why they go, okay, she untrained. She don't know how the game work. She rather have chased the clout of her great weekend of going viral and expose a high-status man who reached out. Why did you do that? Mm. You can't deal. This is why I don't deal with normies. That's why I don't deal with normie chicks and down-to-earth chicks. This is why good girls don't win. Because you can't keep your mouth shut. You can't. Yeah, Brittany Renner would never. This is why Shaq goes, I'll just take Brittany Renner. Because I tried to get in there, and now you exposing me to the internet. At the first chance you get. Because she's on the she's on the uh, monster ride, hormone monster ride of attention, the best, the biggest attention she's ever received in her life, and she just exposed me to the world. You can't do stuff like that. Number one, number two, she messed up a golden opportunity again, trying to claim she's down to earth. Number one, she could have parlayed her beauty to a bigger and better platform, and number two, she could have parlayed um, Shaq's network to her best of ability. Now she's going to be stuck mixing paint. Mm. This is why normie chicks don't make sense. And they don't make dollars either. These people are goofy. They don't understand. Not only will she do that to Shaq, if Shaq did her dirty, she would expose him even more. Number two, number three, number four, number four. Um, 
with even with the opportunity of, of the people that she would meet as a po uh, as a the people that she would meet in his network, she cannot keep their business secret because she is not trained. She's trained to be a good wife to a normal man. She's not trained for the high status. And some women be like, how come I can't get with high status men? Because loose lips sink ships. And every high status man knows that he don't have the time for this. This is why he would rather pay the money. He don't have time to get her right. He don't have time to impute into her the information of how to keep shit secret and how to be down. No, she would have his address all out here and she would be targeting this ninja and she would be doing this and that. She would take pictures of his license plate. But Brittany Renner, she knows the game. Brittany Renner, has she really exposed anybody? I would say probably not. Not to this great length. I mean, she is what she is. She's done some sort of exposed by naming names, but she actually probably was like eight NBA players, five actors, right? The most she did exposing was, I think people exposed her about PJ Washington. She did not expose him. So when people say ninjas, like get, dudes that depend on time, right? Why these celebrities don't have normal girlfriends? Number one, boom. Number two, men like Shaquille O'Neal don't have the time to instruct her. He's on a mission to get people who knows how it works. Number three, he doesn't have time to manage her expectations. She got, let's just say she didn't get Shaquille, but let's say she didn't expose Shaquille. She proceeded with Shaquille, let's just say, or a person like Shaquille. He doesn't have time to treat her because she working Home Depot jobs, six hour shifts, not even full time, 24 hours a week. She got time on her hands. He's not available to um, be able to put out those fires. Not only that, he's probably has other concubines around the world, including her. How is she going to feel about that? Why she has time from her job because she's working uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and she got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, which that's what Home Depot Depot, that's Home Depot people's schedule looks like. Is she going to be fine about Shaquille O'Neal being seen with Brittany Renner the next week? No, she'll be out here exposing this type of thing. And I'm saying not her, but this is the type of activity that normie girls do. They two busybodies trying to get high status men to calm down and be with her because that's how special she might perceive herself to be. And she's also in college. So these are the type of people. Yeah, these are the type of people that won't sign NDAs and will sue you. This is the type of people who do shit like this. So these regular women have I've actually showed you in a nutshell the goods and good and bad about regular women. There's going to be a push now because this woman has been viral of a modest dressing, regular appearing woman. Um, we do have uh, women that have tried to compete with the likes of, let me pull this woman up here. You know, the regular normie woman, the women that you see on South Beach and the women that are trying to get ballers, they're trying to compete with these girls right here. Now, they don't know that these girls are just uh, pass arounds. I mean, girls like this, this is rest in peace to this woman. And not only that, these girls appear to be living their best life, but they're unhappy about themselves. And unfortunately, this woman has lost her life. She died to look, she was dying to look good. And she looks very good here. She could look way better not looking like a straggle daggle, but she lost her life trying to look better and, and stay competitive and not a depreciating asset. And you'll find that girls that are trying to compete with these women know they can't compete. So what they're going to do next, and we'll take some super chats, what they're going to ne do next is they're going to do this shit. And we already proven it. 
is they're going to go to normal. They're going to go to the normal woman act. They're going to have the return of the regular girl. And here's my evidence already as I submit to you. Coach gang, take a look on the side here. We got the Home Depot girl. As I Googled it, guess who Guess who all is already making TikToks? The normal girls in Home Depot completely covered up regular appearing girls. It doesn't take long for women to adapt. Much of it is a gigantic act. And it needs to be because this is how they survive. Yeah, survive and adapt. This is survival techniques. So uh, trust me, watch it. And we'll watch this next week because I believe this was over the weekend. Watch. You're going to see a lot of girls taking pictures in their Zaxby and Chick-fil-A outfit, their Chick-fil-A uh, uh, apron. You're going to see them doing the lows and the whole depot bullshit <laughs> where they got makeup. They got just enough makeup and corny glasses. They're going to have that whole shit hair pulled back. They're going to pull back the, uh, what is this called? The baby hairs. And they're going to show that big ass forehead. You're going to see Matt. You're going to see OnlyFans girls. You're going to see OnlyFans girls doing this shit. They're going to go find somebody with a with an apron. They're going to find it, and they're going to dress up. They're going to be taking pictures on the internet right now. Watch. Watch, watch, watch. Girls that work at Wendy's and shit in their uniform. Okay. That's going to be the next big adaptation, especially for black women, but it's not going to be just limited to them. Uh, anybody that has an apron, your work uniform, Taco Bell, they're going to be taking pictures of that shit. And it's mostly going to be probably not low-level jobs or lower-level jobs like that. Girls in their, uh, it's going to be a hot, cute girl in their Amazon uniform or their UPS uniform. Just watch. <laughs> anyway, let's get to these Super Chats, man. Hey, uh, I'm going to be trying to keep these shows high and tight inside three hours and the evening show inside of two, man. Uh, and uh, I appreciate y'all for some for the support. Let's get in. Yep. Yep. Girls with a win Dixie in a public uniform, right? Best Buy bitches. Uh, trust me. Watch. Just watch. Shout out to my man, Big Deal Will. Big Deal Will Davis says, Will Bambaye for the defense fund. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother Will. All right. And then check out Dr. Thunder's channel. He will be premiering the show at noon. Our interview. Let's see here. <laughs> uh oh, PayPal done kicked me out. All right, all right. They want me to. They want me to find a motorcycle. All right. Let's see here. Let me check super chats too simultaneously. All right. Shout out to Java Cafecito Coach. Uh, wait a minute. I I'm skipping. I'm skipping. Rational rationality says in West Virginia this week for work. Uh, flew in last night and met a flatback at a hotel bar. While clapping them cheeks, they screamed, they screamed, F me, uncle, you're my cousin. Oh, my lower price is wrong. What in the world? Shout out to West Virginia. Java Cafacito says, Coach, a man in China is being sued by his blind date for walking out on the bill after she showed up with 23 of her relatives. What in the world? That was a date. A blind date, and she showed up with 23 of her relatives. Man, and you're dealing with an immature woman if she does some shit like that. Shout out to Brandon. He says, cancel my Netflix subscription since I got all my entertainment from you, and you get it from me. Thanks for all that you do, and for changing men's lives one stream at a time. 
He says on your Friday stream, when talking about the Craigslist killer, it is exactly why I love watching your show. Those stories get swept right up under the rug. Thanks for exposing the truth and take me out with that warm embrace. To wrap you in Indeed. my warm embrace. Indeed. And I make it last Hell. forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Yeah, uh, when 304 is doing 304 activities out here, man, I don't forget. I'll be like, uh-uh, brother. All right, these 304s be out here working. All right, and uh, guys, forget about it really quick. One thing that we don't have as men, and I actually challenge you about this, is have a long memory. Have a long memory. You guys have short memories, and this is how you get finessed out here. I'm always like, no, nah, no, nah, remember that one chick? Not my girl. John Ellison says, when I, um, when I start selling peace leave is the best drop, indeed. And I wish I could show the girl, but I don't try to humiliate her uh, because she shouldn't be selling no punani at all. ACDC says the FTX chick, Carolyn, OG nerd, but still a 304. Oh, gosh, that she looks like a Millie Mouth muskrat FTX girl. Yeah. Oh, God, boy, she is. a Yeah, she looks like a nerd. But uh, th these girls, these girls, uh, what you don't know, it's, it's same as the police officer from Tennessee. And so these girls right here, like, look at this girl. I mean, look, she looked like something wrong with her, bro. Like, where, where's she at? Let me see if I can go. But she looked like something like she had a, uh, allegedly a genetic malfunction. Lord. But what did we learn about her? There she is right there. There she is right there. What did we learn about her? She a freak. <laughs> right? Even the nerd girls are freaks. Freaky deaky freak of the week, bruh. Even the nerd girls be out here, and they're super nasty. Uh, let me find the Millie Mouth Muskrat, the Tennessee uh, officer, Tennessee cop. What we learned about the Tennessee cop is number one, let's see if we can pull her up. She was a fetish queen, a uh, white girl with a fetish queen. Uh, queen. She was a fetish queen. She was an open marriage. She was a 304. Even by marriage, she was a 304. And she looked like this. Mm. Millie Mouth Muskrat. So one thing that, let me tell you what things, uh, what, what things manipulate men. Uh, average women get men to believe that they're not skeezers. All right. Now, here's the thing, ladies. We love you. All. We love all of you. But the good woman appeal, the average woman appeal, the regular woman appeal is to let men's guard down. Well, you're not like the rest of them and you're not trying to get attention and you're covered up and you're you're a Bible queen and you repacked to Punani and you're not like those other girls. You don't have an Instagram. Guys, do not fall for that shit. Do not fall for that shit. I used to be one of them. I'm still one of those guys because I like the girl next door appearance. Now, the problem is I'm at the junior college and the girl next doors be some straight up 304s. Mm. They just as nasty, if not nastier. Guys typically will take a lower quality looking woman. And why do you do that? Because in your mind, you believe she's not defiled. And in fact, this is almost obviously opposite. This is, this is opposite of true. This is typically opposite. They're just as nasty, if not nastier. And the reason why they have to be, this is in general. The reason why they have to be is they don't have looks to lean on. 
right? Their looks are somewhat run-of-the-mill, average, below average. This is why dudes get fat girls other than their um, other than their um, fetishes. They go for them because they're like, okay, another dude ain't going to be able to take my chick because not an, another dude's not going to come for my chick. And this time, this is not true. This is not true. Another dude will come for your chick. A high-status dude will come for your chick. And yeah, your girl will leave you for that dude when he comes. Quick. And that girl has to drop that neck. That girl has to give up the bunani. If she doesn't, she disqualifies herself. And she has to then get married at that point. She got to drop that neck and now. And how? And yesterday. If she don't drop that neck, she out. They know this. And so you get a regular girl so you can feel good about yourself because you insecure. This is why you think girls are out of your league. I would never, I could never think a woman's out of my league. Okay. But you think a woman's out of your league. So you lower and you, what I call you aim low and hit rather than aiming high and miss you aim low and hit. And what you hit is a skeezer, mm. a nasty one too. A super duper nasty one because I've been with some average looking women and below average looking women. They've been super duper nasty. <laughs> you sit there like, whoa, super. And then you're with a hottie or you're with a beautiful woman and she's like, um, can you turn the lights down? And uh, can you close the blinds and the window and the drapes? And it's been a while. Don't you think you want to wait? And don't lean on my breast implants too hard. And this is too much. And you're sweating on me and my hair is going to get messed up. <laughs> oh, man. That's how they be. That's how they be. That's how they be. Meanwhile, a girl just tie her hair up in the back, tie it up. Oh, here it is. It's game time. Cool. She push you up. She put your face in the pillow. You like, hey, 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 what we doing back there? What, what, what is that? Huh? You about to toss that? Oh, what do you do? You nasty. I see you nasty. Lord have mercy. You will do that. Then had a nerd to come up, try to kiss you afterwards. You like, oh man, what is this? Hey, don't, don't tell nobody about this. <laughs> she in there gobbling you up. You like, what the f is going on here? She like, take me, I'm yours. Treat me, take me, own me. Use me. <laughs> Tell me, that's what normal girls do. That's what they be doing, man. And they get your guard down. And you're like, oh, you don't do this to other men, do you? They got you acting like the woman. Do you, I bet you do this to all the guys. I bet you're out here. You're super nasty. When did you start doing this? Is this something new that you tried with me? <laughs> but the goof the 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 um the hot chicks out here they the super duper lazy no effort and whatnot yeah you hurt stop oh that's too hard why are you going so hard aggressive what is this don't mess my hair up i spit all day combing it cannot wrap my hair up i don't want you to see me with my makeup running i'm like oh man you just ruining it Kaylin says, Coach, do you remember when people actually feared the word divorce? He says, do you remember when people uh, referred to it as the big D, the D word, because they treated it like uh, profanity? What happened to that? As I tell you, if you ever say in your marriage 
The first per person to say divorce, the word divorce in a marriage, I don't care if it's a joke or not. Your marriage is over. Your marriage is over. Okay. So that's why they say the D word, because they know once it's once it's said in a marriage, that's the beginning of the end. So never, never, ever, if you're in a marriage, never, ever say divorce. Like, don't even utter the word. Don't even say somebody got divorced. Like, don't even mention divorce. Don't even joke. Like, uh, uh, if your husband does something, you say, well, if I don't do it, I'm going to divorce you. If I catch you doing that, I'm going to divorce. Don't even say it. As soon as you say it, it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Your marriage has officially come to an end. And now it's just a matter of time because, because now people know that's on the table and now you just got to pull the trigger. All right, so don't ever say that. If you're married watching me and you want to take advice from me, uh, never say the word. Anyway, it is, it is a curse word. But as soon as it's said, that means it's coming down the pipe. Most of the time, the first time it's said is going to be as a joke. All right, and sometimes the joke is going to be on the woman's side most of the time. She'll be like, well, you know, if I find out you didn't mow the lawn, I will divorce you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> right. Uh, no government named Shat is a pretty philanthropic guy. Philanthropic guy. Thropic. Say that five times fast. Um, if she could have kept her mouth shut, he would have probably paid her real tuition. She could have quit that job and got a favorable internship. Facts. That's absolute facts. All right. And she probably still can do it, but you're right. That's how fast you mess up an opportunity. And this is something I've discussed. A lot of women have been put in the atmosphere of high status men and have not parlayed it and capitalized it. Some women have, some women do. Some women are very smart and savvy, much like apex predators. But how many women, Um, you can actually... Ask them, how many famous men have you met? How many famous men have you talked to? How many millionaires? How many billionaires? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, this time I was here, and this time I went on the boat, and yeah, the guy that hired me for my job, and this athlete, and this guitar player, and that actor. And this is a regular woman. And they're in there, and they don't learn shit, <laughs> right? They learn nothing. Now, I want to compare that to the average male that's under 30. And I'm going to ask the average male, how many times have you been around a millionaire? How many times have you been in the aura of a rich, a famous person, somebody that had status, somebody that was the CEO, executive, senior? How many times have you been in the presence of a person like that? Most men will say zero. Mm. Most men are the 30, none, zero times. The best is when they 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 was at a baseball game and Derek Jeter was there and he asked him to sign a baseball, <laughs> right? And he might have got the brush off. Okay, he might have got the brush off. But even then, the only time you get in those positions is if you were working. You work there. But women will have these opportunities in abundance compared to men, same age group, in abundance, while entertaining, working as a server, being hired to cater a job, right? And then the job invited them to the after party, nightclubs, yacht parties, boats, um, common run-ins. The time she worked as a, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, they have this shit all the time. And 
not many times they could turn that into anything. They most of the time fumble the bag. At best, they'll try to accuse the guy or something. So this is the difference between young men and young women. And they take these situations for granted. Oh, I'll meet another star. I'll meet another celebrity. And that celebrity was in my DM. And I met this guy. And I happened to bump into. Young men don't have these. <laughs> They're few and far between. The only time that could happen is if the, the kid went to high school with a kid that played professional sports or was a part of a band or a rap group. And they were homeboys with them since high school. Or they went to the same high school together. And then that person became something after high school. Okay. That's mostly, or he worked at a, as a bouncer in a nightclub. Uh, but anyway, this is called fumbling opportunities. Uh, we got super chats and uh, we got Billy. The kid says Sim kill O'Neal. And he says, sadly, most of these people will do anything for clout. These women don't keep anything discreet. Um, I don't think Shaquille is a simp. All right. But, but what, what's happening is, is that, uh, people would describe it as symptom behavior, but I think you're not understanding from their position, from their position. Um, it's lonely at the top. That's number one. Number two, it's hard to find good down-to-earth girls. Number three, it's easy for him to, to be able to get his foot in the door and do this, and it doesn't require what it will require of me. See, if I use that line on her, it would come from a place of insecurity, Right? If I said to her, and I bet you have a lot of boyfriends and tell you, it would come off as whack. It would come off as whack and insecure. And she would be like, eh. But for Shaquille O'Neal, it's, it's somewhat goofy, aloof, comical. And it's a good way for her to be, uh, to find him endearing. But um, anyway, anyway. um, He probably is, let me just say this. That's not the only woman he's in the DMs with, right? That's not the only woman he gets in the DMs with. All right. Agent Machine says, if she can't keep God's laws, what makes you think she'll keep your laws? Even the game's laws will be violated. Shout out to you for that one. Yes. All right. So if she can't keep God's laws, she can't keep your laws. And you guys have to have laws and boundaries and rules for dealing with women. You do. And you have to give her the rules and let her decide. What men often do is let her decide the rules, the pace, the dictation, and all of that stuff. And I don't do that. But the way, the reason why men do that is it gives them a chance. It's a numbers game. I think number games are for fools. Number games is a simp game. It's not a game because you end up pedestalizing and just say, well, whatever the woman says and does, right, I'm going to just follow. And then later on, you want to switch and bait and switch her and tell her, you a pimp, right? And you got to follow the rules. What well, you let in wrong. Okay. I would like to say, I would like to say, these are my boundaries. These are my guidelines. And if you don't agree with it, get the hell out. <laughs> right? So that's not pedestalizing her. You're basically telling her, you got God's laws, then you got my laws. If you say, I ain't dealing with you, CGA, you a piece of shit. Bye. Why waste my time? <laughs> why, why would I waste my time trying to convince her to follow CGA's laws? She already didn't decided that she ain't following my laws or my lead. Same thing with you game ninjas. You'll do the same thing. 
oh, what's your rules? What's your laws? I'm going to follow him, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to beg you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to tap dance. And then all of a sudden, then you want to actually put laws on her, and you already gave her the keys to your kingdom, Ninja. Mm. I don't matter. Look, man, once you had once you had one woman, you had them all. It's a matter of what you when I want a woman. Once you have one woman, you had them all. It's a matter of when I want the woman and how. Shout out to T Diamond says when black men talk greasy. He says, why are black men talking greasy about black women? Most black women aren't perfect angels. And he says, uh, and most black women aren't evil. Black men are actually difficult to have a good relationship with. I would like you to expound on that. And uh, maybe we can do a, a show on that. She said black men are actually difficult to have a good relationship with. If you can and you have time, T-Diamond watching me on the Notorious channel, hop back over on the Notorious channel. I have about 10 minutes left. If you would like to um, express yourself in the live chat, go ahead and do so. Zoman says Home Depot girl exposing Shaq shows you just how much women will do anything for clout and attention. And that was certainly done for clout and attention. All right. There was nothing else. T Diamond says, uh, who said black women are evil and black men are not difficult? Stop it. Rewind earlier when the lady, uh, when this lady is sleeping with her husband's cousin, not knowing who the baby father is. All right. Shout out to you. You guys are going back and forth. Billy the Kid putting her, putting a smack down back on a T Diamond. Playing Eddie says, shout out to the coach gang. And Lauren D says, correction coach, adjustable six. Um, Dr. Sha uh, Dr. Shaquille O'Neal ain't corner. He Corny, he wrote Gumby style as he knows she would post it. Better to be corny in public and then exposed by receipts as Zion. They never delete. Yep. Well, listen, no woman ever deletes receipts at all. And uh, he definitely came in. I think he actually had more to say in that dialogue that she was radiating beauty or something like that. I didn't get the remainder of the communication there. But, um, but you guys got to know, man, Shaq does not have to be very eloquent. He just has to be. So I never called him corny. I said he greedy. All right. Shout out to greedy ass. Yeah, that brother's starving. Very greedy. All right. And uh, we guys got to understand this is the hierarchy of male. Uh, we want masculinity back, but I'm going to tell you if masculinity did come back, a lot of y'all will want this bitch ass culture we live in now to come back quickly. Because let's just be straight. If masculinity was back on its way, uh, a lot of ladies would have to get back in line, like get in line, like shaping up, smarten up and shape up. And many men, y'all ninjas will be out. <laughs> all right. First of all, y'all will get slapped up, smacked up. Um, and y'all be getting tore up, beat up. And y'all have your lunch money stolen with the quickness. All right. So first of all, you think the 80, 20 rule is bad. Now it will be a mess. It'd be a mess. And y'all be stuck with uh, choosing fat wives. I mean, that's all y'all would get. Y'all at least get a girl. <laughs> right. All right. You have to prove yourself. And not only that, you can't depend on a hey, hustle culture is whack. This is all feminine bullshit. Nin men quitting on trying to make something of themselves. And it's all right. And work smarter, not harder and all of this stuff. This is all goofy shit. I'm going to be a millionaire by 26. All right. A lot of guys are out here not want to put in no work. All right. And they um, people want masculinity to be back. But uh, when you get chin check and check real quick, but you get checked by a masculine dude, that's just how it works. Masculinity is not about conversation. It's about action. It's about action. So a lot of us want these things to come back where 
women know their place and men compete and men reward the women be, be for they, because they're loyal? Man, please. <laughs> man, please, man. It, it will get serious real quickly. All right, for a lot of dudes, and I don't think a lot of dudes are ready for this. A lot of dudes ain't ready for this. But I think it's necessary. It's definitely necessary. As our guy said, um, damn, it's complicated channel asked this and somebody provided a clip saying that um, when women become single, they say they have to embrace the masculine role. They have to embrace masculinity. But when men are single, do they embrace femininity? Is femininity something that we have to replace or embrace? No, it's not. Uh, the importance of masculinity is vital for a society and the lack of it and the constant. Most women are the ones that are pushing for the lack of masculinity. Then confused when they can't find a masculine guy. All right. It's absolutely despicable what we're doing to our country and our culture by calling things toxic when it's a necessity and that what they have is not a necessity. So much of a, a lack of necessity it is, is that when they don't have a presence of masculinity, they have to replace it by being masculine. It's absolutely despicable what we're doing to ourselves and our culture. I just think people are falling for it. Where are we at here? Jay Flo says, wifey being a little bit older in my, he says, wifey being a little bit older in my 20s had me thinking she was out of my league, but now in our 40s, she's hella lucky to have me coach game. The tides always turn. All right. I always call this, this the, the, the swing of the pendulum. The pendulum always swings. Young men, if you're listening to me in my 20s, and you think holes are winning and holes are out of your league. Uh, first of all, your gen the generation of women you have that you're in are not for you. The next generation is for you. Okay. You're more likely to have success with the next generation of women than it is the women of your own generation. And also, once you hit 30, 35, 40, that shit going to swing hard back into your favor. So for gentlemen, you have to become. For women, you have to be. And you will find out that just being is not enough because they are depreciating asset in general. They will be less than as time goes on. You, if you build yourself, hey, guys, this is the rule of the law. This is the rule of the jungle. This is the rule of nature. This is why Simba was not the Lion King until Mufasa died, Ninja. Okay? You can't be Lion King at 20 and 21. You can't be the King Mufasa. Wait your turn, Ninja. I didn't make the rules. Ninjas don't want to wait their turn. Ninjas don't want to build. Ninjas don't want to learn. Ninjas don't want to defend. Ninjas don't want to do shit. That's the wonder why I have a problem with men here. Ninja, you want to be the damn Simba and the king, Ninja. You ain't the king, Simba. You got to have to learn. You got to have to get experience. Build yourself. Get confidence. Fail. Fail forward. That's how it works, man. Y'all want to be what women are having. But, guys, the game is over for a lot of women very early in their lives. Very early. Yeah, they winning now, but they really don't be winning long-term. Long-term. You can't have it now. You got to go get it. You got to work for it. And if you want it now, and you want it delivered on a silver platter, then they're going to decide how much you're going to get. You don't want to be in this situation. Too many people are quitting and waiting for communism and socialism to rescue them. I And this is men. This is male behavior. This isn't men. These are males out here. Well, I'll just have less and I'll choose to decide to have less and I don't need and I shouldn't have to want and I shouldn't have to work and I shouldn't have to have this. And somebody owes me. This shit is absolutely despicable male behavior. It's despicable when women do it. 
But I expect it of women to do shit like that. That's what they do. They want life to be fair. But when men are running around here saying, I'll be less than and have less than, and I'll minimalize, that's not minimalizing. That's having less than. That's choosing less than. That's choosing slavery. And go ahead. That's more for me. So I don't want to make you choose better. You're leaving more to me. But I think you're reprehensible. You're despicable. You wouldn't even survive in a stronger culture. T-Diamond got something to say. What did you say? What did you say? The Dusties took over like the Straggles have taken over. This is her response to black men and black women. Well, that's culture. And black culture is trash. I'm going to just say this right now. I don't know why y'all holding on to it and embracing it. Let that shit burn down. But T-Diamond is a straggle. <laughs> and she's, talk, uh, she's a black woman. T-Diamond's a black woman. She's talking about black men and black women. And she's talking about the Dusties and the Pookies are taking over as much as the Straggles. Well, that's them embracing what they believe is black culture, which is trash culture. It's trailer park trash culture, and they need to get rid of it. And in fact, stop, stop associating that shit with me. All right? That ain't black. That's trash. All right? And so if trash-ass pookies and trash-ass straggles want to go shoot each other to death, and they want to go uh, molly themselves to death and go Xanax themselves to death or whatever they do and go do the stanky leg and do all of that shit, it's trash culture. That's not black culture. That's not black men and black women. All right? Just letting y'all know. But it's pretend it pretend it it assumes to be the prevailing thought of the black culture. Unfortunately, is the vocal minority. Oh, sorry, the vocal. Yeah, the vocal minority, the loudest part of black culture. When indeed it is not black culture, it is absolute trash culture. Period. Has nothing to do with black people. It has what black people tend to choose this culture. All right, but it has nothing to do with blacks in America. So if these people want to be who they are, it is what it is. All right. So anyway. Anyway, shout out to MC Hamster says, hard work to be a man. What that mean? Indeed, shout out to you. What that mean? Where are we at? Somebody says, you're basically describing that you have to pay the cost to be the boss. Imagine how these same males move in relationships to women. Again, you guys will find that I'm probably the most traditional guy in this space. Like, I don't believe in women paying me for shit. Like, first of all, there ain't shit she can pay me for. I'm, I've been told by my own family that I'm the guy that has everything. They can't buy me a gift. I'm the one of the most hardest person to buy a gift because I'll buy that shit for myself. I don't need women to pay me. I don't need them to go 50%. I don't need them to ever go ahead and believe. Is she the right one? She don't got to spend a dime. But what she going to do is she going to make sure that she delivers when I need her to deliver. I ain't going to be negotiating with no bitch over that. Now, that ain't simping. That's me taking care of somebody and rewarding for following the rules. The problem is these women want it both ways. They don't want a man like this. They want to use a man like this. They want to discard a man like this. They want to divorce a man like this. They want to be able to manipulate a guy like this. So this is when I say protect your wallet, protect your meat. These 304s want it both ways. They start off being 304s, and then they want a good man, and then they use his ass and discard him. I don't think women I should be out here working the way they need to, because she can't even focus on what I need her to do, right? I need you to focus on what I need you to do. Now, you need to have some other shit to do, but coming in, competing against me as a boss chick and a boss babe, baby, you can't, you can't compete against me. I'm the big dog. I believe raising children requires a marriage and a two-parent household. I don't believe in co-parenting. I don't believe in single parenting, male or female. I'm super duper traditional, but what I don't like is the laws, and I don't like women manipulating men. That's what I don't like. But you will find that I'm out here telling I'm, I want shit to be under the rules of the big dog of the king. 
The male should be the lead primarily. There's some shit she can lead at. But I'm not going to be led by the mentality of American women at all. These women don't know what the hell they're doing. Because they operate on their feelings and that's what they're loyal to, their feelings alone. So the funny thing is a lot of people think I'm anti this and anti that. For me, I'm the one telling you this is how it should be this way. And women be like, yes, yes, sir. But then want to go whore around in Jamaica. Then want to double dip and they want to have uh, they want to straddle the fence and they want their cake and eat it, too. No, 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 no. They want to ask me about how I got other women and all that shit. Listen, I'm the big dog. Play your role. Know your role. Whatever you guys, ladies, have in mind here, please, I'm here for you. 52-point program. And if you have something to say, think long and hard about what you're going to say before you say it. Because most of the time you open your mouth and it's full of hot air. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> All right. Just a little bit of preaching. And then last one says, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez just caught five cases. Jocelyn Hernandez? It says Jocelyn. Five cases, TMZ brawl. All right. Some of these people I don't know. I probably know them by face, but I don't know their names. I'm going to end up on all the super chats. You guys can get out of here and hit the like button as you guys exit the building. Crypto Keeper says went boating yesterday. And I was the only ninja out there at the Yacht Club. Same thing. The other black men as well. The culture doesn't exist in yachting. It doesn't. The, the, the culture, on black culture exists around barbecue and spades and dominoes. All right. And dancing and some sort of some sort of uh, uh, psychedelic drug. All right. Or weed. If you're not doing that, you're doing some white shit or some shit that. <laughs> all right. Like having fun is smoking weed and sitting around barbecue and slapping dominoes and shit like that. Like, can we do something else, bro? Like, can we go skiing? And <laughs> All right. And drinking malt liquor. Yes. You guys don't don't be mad at me. You guys are the one pushing the stereotype or scissor or some shit like that. What is the one drug everybody does where they where they eat it without the water? Right, they they eat the drug. What is the drug they do when they eat it? Yeah, malt liquor and the worst liquor, the worst liquor imaginable, is what you consume. <laughs> right, and it's usually late at night and shit when people got to go to work. Like, <laughs> scissor. What's the one drug they be doing? Uh, I can't. No, not edibles. <laughs> I can't think of it. Like you gotta suppose I can't remember the name, but anyway, anyway, that for some reason that's black culture around bonnets and hair weaves and shit. Like, not codeine. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, I don't even know because I don't even know this shit. But it's probably Molly or something like that. And uh, you know what I mean? It is just like I, it's just it's just like sad. Like if you don't do that, you're not cool. You're not cool if you don't do these things. Like guys, please don't follow that. Uh, abandon that culture swiftly. Perk, perks, that's what it is, perks. I don't know how to do it, but I saw somebody do it and they were like, you're not supposed to do it. Perks is what I was talking about. Like, if you're not doing this, you're not one of the cool people. I mean, if there's people who are not going to be cool, it's those guys. Those guys are not the cool people in the room. Those people are the idiots, the plum idiots. More likely or not, their life is going to end either early, through death, over a bitch, jail, 
um, broke, uh, STD, single motherhood, baby daddy. I mean, mm. like the, the idea, jail, the, the idea that this is going to lead into a good scenario. <laughs> arguing, shot arguing. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Like, it, do we not recognize this as young men? Trust me, guys. It, I know it seems like you're missing out, but you're not missing out. And that is not black culture. That is hip hop culture. Hip hop culture is not black. Hip hop culture probably originated as black, but also the carry beans had a lot to do with it. Look up uh, some of the earlier uh, hip hop artists, uh, the uh, cool, cool Herc and all of them. But um, with that being said, that is not black culture. Please do not embrace that in black culture. Please not do not attribute that to all blacks. That is a certain segment of blacks. All right. And it is what it is. All right. Do not label that as black. In fact, there's a lot of people who never even listen to hip hop that are black. Um, in fact, Michael Jordan was anti hip hop and a lot of people were anti hip hop, but a lot of people attributed hip hop to Michael Jordan in the culture and he's using it as culture, but he didn't even listen to hip hop. He didn't even listen to hip hop. He didn't even like hip hop and rap. All right. But nobody knows that. Uh, anyway, they got to get out of here, brother. Shout out to the coach gang. And I'm going to be back this afternoon or this evening for you. Check out Dr. Thunder's interview on his channel, channel Dr. Thunder coming up pre mirroring and we out of here peace um and here's a secret that many guys don't know especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems uh i'd say by our late 20s early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.